America's biggest sports talk show. When you're ready to talk sports, all you have to do is find The Monty Show. Streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. Now it's time for the best sports talk in Utah, The Monty Show. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? It is The Monty Show, presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, where you never pay the advocates, you never pay them until they win your case, which is part of the reason they're the best injury attorneys in the business. Theadvocates.com, you can chat with an attorney live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. What a show we have for you as usual. I'm Monty, that's Jake. Hello. Deion Sanders seems to be in the news quite a bit. Is collusion a real thing in the National Football League? Man, I think that's one of the hottest topics in sports right now. Are NFL owners colluding against Lamar Jackson to keep him from getting the kind of deal that he wants? Eh, I don't know if I'm ready to say that. We'll talk about that on the show today. But I do want to start with this situation at... Uh, Colorado, because I do think it's fascinating how many people are absolutely falling over themselves to get Deion Sanders, and he hasn't won anything yet. And the question I always bring myself back to is, what has Deion Sanders done to accumulate all this belief that the Big 12 has to have Colorado because of Deion Sanders, that the Pac-12 can't lose Colorado because of Deion Sanders. <coughs> Jake, what has Deion Sanders done to garner all that attention? Yeah, I mean, I think he hasn't lost yet. Now, the places he's been as a head coach, obviously, are lower end. They're not Pac-12. They're not P5. They're not, you know, coup de gras. Un, you know, like, no doubt about it. This guy's a winner type places. But I think that there is a ton of transparency around his life. And I think it allows people to more easily believe that this guy can build a winning culture. And, and, and really, I think that is the core of the belief in Dion. You know, whether we're talking about the Amazon show that he's doing or, you know, whatever you want to look to. I believe because there's transparency in the guy's life and he's constantly showing you what he's doing that it, it allows you to say, okay, yeah, I do believe in this guy. He does set a standard. He does have a level of accountability. He does kick players out of, of meetings because they wear jewelry when they're not supposed to. Like, he actually does follow through on the things he's supposed to follow through on. And I think that ultimately, when we get down to the core, is why people believe in Dion. For me personally, I believe in the guy because I just think that he has that it factor. Not not the it factor that made him a celebrity, but more the it factor that 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 makes players want to play their ass off for him. And I think that at its core is why he will be successful as a head coach, especially at the college level. I don't know if you were to put Dion in an NFL locker room, I'm not so sure that he'd be successful because I just think it's a different dynamic. You know, you don't have, like you've already made it. You're already getting paid. But when yeah, it, the corny thing you mean is that yeah. like, I feel like there is a bit like to the pastor prime thing. Like it, it feels a little corny to me at times when you listen to his message. Now, a lot of what he talks about, the way you live your life, the way you handle women, like the way you handle school and opportunities, a lot of that resonates with me. But I do think there's quite a bit of Dion that's an act. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But I, I think whether it's an act or it's real, it's it's working. I mean, he hasn't played a game yet, but you're obviously seeing that he's recruiting, he's doing well. Obviously, NIL has been going well for their yeah. program. Like, yeah. He's been taking care of the business side of college football. So 
I don't know. I understand why you might have some hesitations, but I don't hesitate on this guy. This guy feels like someone who, at a minimum, is not going to be as bad as they were. And I know that's not the bar, right? But for Colorado, the reality of the situation is you brought Prime in to be better. You brought Prime in so that your program could be more successful, could be better at recruiting guys, could be better at doing NIL deals, could be better at like just overall college footballing. And I think that, for me, in the first season for Dion, is what I would be looking for. I'm not telling you they're going to win the Pac-12 right out the gate. I'm not telling you that they're going to be a 10-win team. I'm not telling you all that's coming year one. But I do think they're going to be better than 500. I do think that they're going to be able to beat anybody they play. They're also going to have some bad losses, 100%. Because I think Dion, one of his weaknesses is because he amps his team, because they're always playing right up to the limit, sometimes you're going to make mistakes. Sometimes, you know, Shador is not going to have a good game. Sometimes, like, things just aren't going to work out. So my expectation would be, you know, two games over 500. That's what I would look at, you know, an eight-win team, something like that. That's what I would expect out of Dion in his first year at Colorado. But I think the other side of this conversation is obviously the Big 12, right? Hey, you know, should the Big 12 value Dion? Should the Big 12 add Colorado because Dion has Colorado? And I'm not so sure that I say yes to that, but what I'm going to say is it doesn't hurt Colorado's resume to have Deion Sanders coaching your football team, you know, because of what he did as a pro and because of what he's done so far. And I just, I don't know how someone disagrees with that, man. I, I, I don't even disagree with that. But the thing that I struggle with is this hype machine. I struggle with the idea that Colorado's any more valuable the day they hired Deion than they were the day before. They haven't played a game yet. If they don't, come out this year and become markedly better than they were last year. How much damage is done to Deion Sanders? And furthermore, if you put Colorado in the Big 12 in two years, do they do? are they successful? Do they win a significant amount of games? I don't think they do. I really don't. I think this is three to five years away from Colorado being a real contender for any conference at the end, might it be the Pac-12 or the Big 12. I just don't think that Dion or, you know, Pastor Prime or Coach Prime or whatever the shtick is these days, you can't do what you did at Jackson State and think that's going to be good enough at college. God bless. Bottom line, I think he has a long way to go. And again, I love his messaging. I'm not trying to hate on the guy. I'm not telling you that he's a terrible coach because certainly he is not. But what I am telling you is that I think he has a lot of proving to do. I think he has a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. And I think Colorado, in this meeting that they had today, and if you missed it, the the Colorado Board of Regents had a meeting today to talk about the Pac-12, amongst other things. And we're told that there was not a lot of substance that came out of that. There was not a resounding, hey, we're going to the Big 12. There was not a resounding, hey, we're staying in the Pac-12. It feels like not a lot came out of that meeting. Now, that may change over the next six hours as as people start talking more. But from what we understand, there was nothing substantive coming out of that meeting. And I I mainly because I, I will maintain what I've been told for, for months now. I don't see a Pac-12 president that is dying to abandon the conference for the Big 12. I, I don't. Um, and I think that includes Colorado. I think Colorado is a lovely fit in the culture of the Pac-12. I think, obviously, which is, with its history, it's a lovely fit in the Big 12. Yeah. But if we're truth-telling, Colorado really is inconsequential. You know. Because I don't think they ever consistently win 
in any major sport, whether it be football or basketball or any other sport you want to point to, whether it's prime or somebody else, there are obvious issues built in. Educationally, they are trying to do things to help the football program. I totally understand that. But until we see those things on the field, I don't believe you can just nod your head and rubber stamp that Deion Sanders has taken Colorado to the college football playoff and that's just a fact because, Jake, I, I don't think it's a fact. No, I don't think that's a fact at all. And, and, and furthermore, I'd say, you know, again, and I want to be really clear uh, of my stance. I believe in Dion 100%. I think that Dion will do great things at, at the D1 level in a P5 conference. I think he will. At the same time, I think that saying that this guy is going to take his his program to the college football playoff in year one is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, we... A bowl we, game. We, yeah. I a mean, bowl game in year one. Yeah, I mean, I think even a bowl game, you're right. A bowl game in year one, I think, would be a hell of an accomplishment. I mean, I, I, I again, I, I think we have no choice but to compare Deion Sanders to Lincoln Riley here going to USC because... Obviously, like Lincoln Riley had a bunch of experience at Oklahoma, right? Like he had his success, did some great things. But year one at USC proved to be a bit challenging. There's a lot that goes into building a program. So I agree with you that it takes two, three years to build up a program to be Pac-12 championship caliber or competitive. But at the same time, imagine if Deion Sanders won nine games this first year can you imagine oh can you imagine and really hear me out on this because this is this applies to utah this applies to several other schools in the pack and really in my opinion any business in the world anytime that you have a bunch of success in year one doing something new you need to tell that story and dion uniquely understands that proposition and so it, he doesn't even need to win a bowl game or make a bowl appearance or even be in my opinion, bowl eligible to have Colorado be incredibly relevant in college football. Because that's the next thing. If we really think about this, isn't that the next thing in in helping to make your case for, for bowl games and the college football playoff? Because yes. think about it. What are, what are a lot of these programs not doing? Well, they're not doing reality TV or like, or like documentary style TV the way Dion's doing it. Right? Like, I don't see Alabama or Georgia doing what Dion's doing. Well, because they don't have to, because they're a great team. But I would remind you, they were what? One in eight? I think they won one game they last year. They were terrible. They, yeah. were, they were one in eight in conference last year. Yeah. One in eight, one in 11 in their 12 game schedule. And now all of a sudden, they are front and center. Now all of a sudden, and I agree with you. You know, it, it's not that Prime was a Hall of Famer and a great NFL player and a great college football player. All of that's true. I think it's because he gets it. He's on social and and not even Deion Sanders is not on social. He's got a guy who's on social for him. Facts. He's got a videographer that follows him around. He's got a cutter who follows Facts. him around. You know what he's doing. It builds excitement. He treats people well, for the most part, in the public-facing arenas anyway. He treats people well. He acts like he's a rock star. He assumes he's going to be the best in the business. Thanks. And that's infectious. And for my money, that's why Deion Sanders... Nobody's thinking about the fact that Colorado was 1-11 last year. Mm -mm. Nobody is thinking about that. Nobody's thinking about any of nobody's thinking about bill mccartney nobody's thinking about 
any of the struggles since the McCartney success. None of them. Who the f is that guy? They're excited about Deion Sanders. They can't wait for spring football. They yeah. can't wait. Like already, look at the weight room film that we're seeing already. Yes. Look at the tape coming out of the Colorado, uh, Colorado weight room. Look at all of the gear they're wearing. All of the branded shirts they're wearing with Do all of his sayings on them. Like, seriously. It's already been a remarkable culture shift at Colorado. Yeah. I, I, so has he been successful already? I don't know how you can't say it. Yeah. I think he's already been successful. Absolutely, positively, 100%, he's been successful. I, I think that it just, you know, when you get down to the nitty-gritty of like, hey, you're standing on the white paint on the football field, calling the play into Shador, and you're down seven with 90 seconds to go and one timeout, yeah, then we'll find out how successful you are. But I'm not going to sit here and hate on this guy. I don't think that that it's a, a, a stretch or too much to say that he's done a good job so far. And, and I agree. The proof is in the pudding, 100%. All of this is for naught if you go out and you're a 1-11 team again. That's right. All of it's for naught. But I think we can all agree that they're going to be better than 1-11. Yeah. I'm comfortable saying they're at least a six-win team. That's what I'm comfortable saying. I'm not comfortable going past that number. If you go past that number, great. If you go seven or eight wins, great. But 500 is the minimum for a guy who played in the NFL, for a guy who has the culture he has, for a guy that runs the program the way he runs it. 500 is the minimum, in my opinion, no matter how bad your roster is. That, I think, is the minimum. So that's why I say I think just the baseline, like, big-picture conversation about is Prime successful? Yeah, he's been successful so far. But I think this Big 12 angle and, like, how how Brett Yormark, as an example, would view Colorado now that Prime is there versus before Prime was there, like, yeah. that to me is impactful because from a business standpoint, right, from a business standpoint, Prime is very valuable. Prime is somebody who can really help you tell the story of your conference. Like, if you, if you have... Last year, just as an example, because we all saw what happened with TCU. Imagine if Colorado was in the Big 12 last year and Prime had a chance to play TCU and had lost to TCU on TCU's way to the college football playoff final. You would have had all that behind-the-scenes stuff because Prime's doing that. That's why I'm saying the Pac-12 has value in Colorado. The Big 12 has value in Colorado. Well, he's a he's a revenue stream. Yeah. I think that's the that's the thing that nobody wants to talk about is that Deion Sanders is absolutely a revenue stream. And... I think when you when you look at Prime and I think when you look at what they were last year, you look at what he immediately instilled at Jackson State. I think the other thing that you have to remember is Jackson State is is nowhere near Boulder, Colorado. And I don't think you can compare what he did at Jackson State to what he's going to do in Boulder. Because at the HBCUs, I think you inject just a little bit of money and a lot of enthusiasm, you're going to win games. Yeah. Because you have a you have a wealth of of, of passion already in the community for football, you bring in talent, you go and get a guy like Deion Sanders, it's only natural that your community is going to get behind that team. There's going to be energy. People want to play there. Thanks. Like That's natural. What I care about that Deion did at, at Jackson State is he coached guys up. Yes. And he built an incredible coaching staff. That's the other thing at Colorado. He's got an amazing coaching staff there. They're going to coach their guys up. He's bringing culture and guys who know how to coach football. That's why Colorado is going to be better. But they're not going to be Utah, USC, Oregon. They're not going to be Washington. Are they going to be Washington State, Oregon State? No, probably not. 
Probably not. They're probably going to be a lower end team in the conference. And I think for his first year, if they are, if they win five games, if they win, if they get to a bowl, it's it's absolutely anything beyond six wins. Yeah, is is cherry on top. Yeah, no, uh, I completely agree. No, I don't even know that there's any other way to look at it. Let's get your uh, comments in here. Good afternoon, everybody. Good to see you. By the way, thank you so much. Give yourselves a round of applause. Yeah. Record-setting day yesterday on the program uh, for new memberships. Everybody in DMs and in the comments was thrilled uh, to see that we added a $1.99 membership tier. Now, again, I want to make sure we're all on the same page with this. The $1.99 membership tier does not get you into our members-only Instagram Stop group. Stop emailing me trying to sneak <laughs> into the Instagram group, okay? A lot of people did that. A lot of people did that. The $1.99 membership tier does not get you into the Instagram My group. fucking ass. It just doesn't. You have to pay $9.99 a month or, or whatever it is, yeah. $10 a month, yeah. to, get into the, to get into the Instagram group, which gets you all of our inside information. It gets you information... And the big 5-0 birthday bash, it gets you automatic entry into the big 5-0 birthday bash. Like, you get a lot of stuff with the $9.99 membership. The $1.99 simply was the ability to be a part of the show, be a part of our community, be designated in the chat as a member of the show, and we appreciate the support. Yes, we do. And a lot of people asked us, hey, I can't afford the $10 a month. Can we do, we did $2 a month. And we're in, you know what? I'm thrilled that you guys are here and doing it. I really am. Uh, Go Black 45 says, I can tell you, Monty, that down here with Grambling, the lack of funding and caring has uh, reunited, has ruined, I'm sorry, ruined that historic program. Yeah. Oh, it has. Yeah. It has. And the, the HBCUs are in this really unique position where funding is a huge issue. I think we all recognize that. But I think most, like Reggie Theus at Bethune-Cookman found this out the hard way. You bring in a guy like Ed Reed, young guys like Dion and Ed Reed are going to want to do it their way. And it's yeah. not going to line up with how you've always done business. No. And it, for those of you who don't know, Ed Reed, the Football Hall of Famer, tremendous, tremendous passionate guy, said some really hard things about Bethune-Cookman on social media. Yeah. And so they decided not to hire him after they had an agreement. They never, those refunds. they never had pen to paper and Ed went in and started cleaning out. And he, he basically said, Hey, my office is disgustingly dirty. This is embarrassing. And so Bethune Cookman said, yeah, we're not going to hire you. The ink isn't dry yet. Yeah. Brutal. But when you have a guy like Deion Sanders that comes in, he injects a bunch of energy. He injects a bunch of money. He gets guys paid. He brings in recruits. There's the good side. And then the terrible side. Grambling should never be down in football. Yeah. Grambling should never be down in football, ever. It just, it sh it just should never happen. Hey, how about that? Let's go. First one of the day, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Get the ball rolling, Brad. Our first one, Brad Turner, our first new member of the program today. Um, you know, I haven't even, program. I haven't even, I haven't even gotten to put the link in the chat yet. You can always click Boom. the join button. Appreciate that. Let's go, Brad Turner. Appreciate you. Who's first in today? First comment of the day. Hey, my guy, Lopes Old Van reliable, bro. One week from tomorrow, we will be hanging out with our Phoenix crew, all of our Phoenix listeners. We are going to uh, Oregano's uh, hey in Old Town Scottsdale. Lopes Van Gabe's going to be there. Fat Jesus is going to be there. Giggity's going to be shows there. for you next week. Don't don't freak out and say, "What you guys are? You guys are going on vacation?" 
No, we're not. We're doing uh, shows next week, yeah, okay? We, we, you guys, when do we ever go on vacation? Can I ask you, like, we don't. When, when do we ever, like, we're going to spring training. We're leaving Sunday. We're going to go spend a week in Mesa, watch the Cubs. Of course, now it is forecasted to, uh, you know, it is forecasted to um, rain, unfortunately. Bonnie, I'm, please. You know, I just don't. I whatever. Don't, yeah, whatever. Whatever. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how that plays out, but we will be doing shows next week. We will be off next Friday, St. Patrick's Day. But other than that, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, live in Mesa at spring training. It's going to be a blast. Um, This week has been an absolute roller coaster ride. Jazz Perch says, good Wednesday, guys. What's up? Brandon Trujillo says, what's all this rumbling uh, about there potentially being a sports book involved with the Pac-12 media rights and the Pac-12 network hiring more people in the production department. So a lot of people in Pac-12 country are talking about the fact that the Pac-12 has opened a production facility in the South Bay, in San Ramon, California. And essentially what they're doing is they're not going to have a TV network or networks in the Pac-12 networks anymore. They are going to be producing content. Now, does that mean features and shoulder content for games or is that hey this is our production house for football basketball live sporting events could be a combination of both yeah that's known already that is not a surprise the sports book thing has been talked about for a few months and it is a way for the pac-12 to generate new revenue the issue is that and i think we've talked a lot about this on the show that there is a split over whether or not you should be able to um, you should be able to go full stream on a on a an Amazon an Apple TV. Well, the problem is there's no money in that, right? There's no money in that, and you're losing money on that deal. So what a lot of people have talked about is bringing in name your favorite sports book, whether it is I don't know BetMGM, right? Bring in BetMGM to be the official uh, betting partner of the Pac-12 conference. That way it's an influx of cash. They bring you this, they bring you that. The bottom line is it makes up for the lack or shortfall of revenue in the conference. Now, is the NCAA going to pass that? Mm, I think that could be tough. I think that could be very tough. But if you're the Pac-12 networks or if you're the Pac-12 you know, content creation company, you don't really care about that because all of your content will be brought to you by BetMGM. So there are a bunch of different business models. I don't know how all of that shakes out. I don't know exactly how up and up or how on the up people would view uh, a a college sports conference doing business head to head, you know, essentially hand to hand with a with a BetMGM or any other sports book, Caesars or mm-hmm. FanDuel or you know Fanatics, whoever you want to point to. But it's absolutely a revenue stream, and it's absolutely coming. Because one of the things you got to remember now, in a lot of the NFL stadiums that college games are played in, there's a sports book already in that stadium. It is the next incarnation of, of gambling in this country, unless you're in the great state of Utah and several others, where you're not allowed to gamble on sports. But it, it's absolutely coming. I mean, you should get ready for the fact that your favorite college sports team is probably at some point going to be in bed with it with a gambling operation. And I know that there are some, there are not, there are not a lot. Mm-hmm. There are some in this country that are, but the bottom line is, I think it is, it is in my mind, it is one of the things that the PAC 12 has to do because when you're left behind the curve 
and you don't have the money that that the Big Ten has or even that the the Big 12 has, I mean, it's a it's a big revenue shortfall. That's I mean, that's the reality of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, you 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 look at sports books, you look at, you know, advertising, you look at any way that a college program could make you know, revenue. And I think that, that you need to be open to it. I think that, you know, gambling in this country is something that, that is like looked down upon. I feel like sometimes people feel like, Oh, well, you know, we're, we're causing like people to like lose themselves or ruin their life. And and I'm here to say like gambling is just another thing, whether we're talking alcohol, whether we're talking guns, whether we're talking cigarettes, drugs, whatever, Gambling's right up that alley for me. And and I feel like, you know, if if a sports book wanted to get involved to help the Pac-12 survive, let's say, then more power to them, man, cuz ultimately a sports book is 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 a, a a bank of sorts. You know what I mean? Like you're giving them their money or you are giving them your money, and obviously depending on the result, you may get more money back or you may not. And to me, I just think that it's business, man. Like sports books are always going to be involved. And I just wish that we would have some more flexibility around it because ultimately we know like we have, you know, OG viewers on this program that gamble every day in this state, right? Like even though Utah, you know, against it, like I know people that do it. It's no secret that it happens. So I just, I don't know why we run from the whole sports book gambling, you know, thing. It just isn't necessary. And frankly, it's a revenue source that I feel like should be, you know, should be leveraged to as high a level as possible. The gambling thing has bothered me for a long time because I I just don't see any reason that it should be taboo. Why, Why is it taboo? Help me understand why gambling on any sport is taboo. All around the rest of the world, it's all anybody does. In our country, you can smoke cigarettes, you can do, you can drink as much alcohol as you want. In certain states, you can smoke weed, but you can't gamble on sports. Yeah. But I'm amazed that we don't have a national referendum on gambling. Yeah. It, it is truly shocking to me in a country where we want gun rights and we want all this other stuff, but we, what we don't want is your freedom when it comes to certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think sports gambling is absolutely one of those that, I think we really have to take a we have to take a hard look at and, and wonder to ourselves like what are we talking about here? What are we really talking about here when it comes to sports gambling? And are we being a little hypocritical? Are we being a little altruistic about it? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Hey, by the way, welcome David Sylvester. Let's go. Welcome to the program. Let's go, David. Love it, my man. I see this is so much fun, you guys. This is so much fun that we are able um, to, to do this stuff. And I will tell you real quickly what I am doing on my phone. Um, because I'm sure it's obnoxious looking at me holding my phone. Um, I, I have been invited to be on TMZ tomorrow. So I have to have a Skype account. I do not have a Skype account. So right now, just do it later, but I I need to do it later. Like why I can't necessarily do it later because I need to do it now. It doesn't matter anyway. So that's what I'm being distracted with on my phone. Yeah. Uh, David, welcome to the Monty Show membership. Appreciate you supporting the show. Design good business center. The Pac-10 presidents or executive boards being presented an updated media proposal this week. Um, there is going to be a meeting in Las Vegas during the men's basketball tournament at the end of this week. I'm told Thursday, Friday, Saturday. 
And I don't believe that they're going to get an updated media proposal. I think they are going to touch base. And I think there's a lot of reports out there that say, oh, the presidents remain unified. I believe that's highly unlikely. Uh We have heard from people for weeks now that they are anything but unified. Right. So I don't believe that they that they are unified. I really don't. John Grove says a dinosaur can graduate from Oregon State and Washington State. They aren't any better academically. Well, dinosaurs aren't real though. Right. I, I thought. Right. I mean, well, they're extinct and stuff. Uh Matt Hartley says there is no way the schools don't have a number, even if they don't have the full paperwork. Oh, they know the number. Yeah. They again. We've told you this for weeks and months now. The number has been, was for us anyways, $25 million for seven years with Amazon and ESPN. Yeah. We were told late, late last week that that number was down to 22 for five years and that that's where the cap is now. That's um, that based on the structure, we were told that ESPN could carry a potential of two games a week and that Amazon was really interested or at least at this point has been talking about doing a game of a week, likely on a game of the week for the Pac-12 on a Friday night. Yeah. And the issue is who gets the best game of the weekend. And I believe that that's going to be ESPN because I think they know that they need that game. The Pac-12 needs that game on ESPN, ABC, the big, you know, the, the app and, and ESPN+. Plus. There's only one way to get that. Yeah. That's with Amazon not having weekend content and ESPN carrying the Saturday package. So I think that's likely where you are with it. Um, but $22 million is not a doable number. No. It, it's not a doable number. And we can keep going back to Ray Anderson a couple of weeks ago saying that financially it was going to be good enough. Um, that they were going to be able to keep the conference together. Congratulations, but that's bullshit. But I'm not buying that at all. We, I mean, our sources, and again, I'm not trying to tell you who we know, or we have sources right in the middle of this thing. And they have never told us that this conference is unified. Yeah. We've told you for weeks and all of the Pac-12 homers got on us about it. We have told you for weeks and months and months that President Kase at Washington pretty much sits at the top of the Pac-12. We have told you for months and months that George Klyovkov does not have autonomy. Mm-hmm. He does not. He does not direct anybody to do anything. Uh, we have told you that for months and months. We have told you that the presidents are very much out of alignment on how much streaming. Um, George Klyovkov, I think, would like to have it be ninety percent streaming and one game a week on ESPN. I, I think if it were up to him, that's what he would do. Yeah. President Kose has said straight away at Washington, she does not believe that 100% streaming or, you know, really she does not believe that mostly streaming can even, can, can be doable right now. Right. And I think that's why you're seeing there's been no grant of rights. There's been no, there's been no formal announcement. There's been no unity. Because again, go back on our channel and look at our content. We've told you the deal's done. It is what it is. It's not getting any better. It is only getting it is only getting worse. Yeah. I mean, it just is it is not it is not improving. It is it is not improving whatsoever. Yeah. There's no way around that. A uh, little breaking news out of the NBA on the Monchi show uh, as always presented by our good friends at Bucked Up, the official energy drink of the Monchi show. Uh, John Morant, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, will remain away from the Memphis Grizzlies for at least the next four games. That's brutal. 
Um, I think it is. I think this is a. Yeah, that's a problem, dude. This is going to be six games in a minimum. Uh, by the way, the other news on John ja Morant today is that Ja is not going to be prosecuted in Colorado. Um, apparently, statutes in Colorado say you cannot simply use video evidence, and nobody was willing to come forward and talk to the police about what happened in the club. Next so, um, four games for Memphis, in mm-hmm. case anybody cares. Not that this is hardly a priority. Uh, Golden State, Dallas, Dallas, Miami. Oof. So you got some hitters there. And then you and then you play some some gimmies. You know, you've got a San Antonio in there. You see Golden State and Dallas again, two with Houston, Atlanta, Orlando. So, you know, I mean, really, because the season ends April 9th. So, I mean, he's, I mean, what do you got here? 20 games left, maybe? eight. What is this, 18 games, I think? So, I mean, you're, you, yeah, I mean, there, there's no doubt. They, they really need him. And I think that, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the league's going to do about this because the league is not beholden the Colorado statute, right? They're not. And I think that, you know, the... Well, is there any doubt he violated league rules? No, and that's the point. I don't think there's any doubt that he violated league rules, but I also don't know, like, it's coming out now that there there is some wiggle room on the whole 50-game thing that, that the you know, people feel like, hey, like... How is there wiggle room? There's been, like, Mark Stein said that, hey, there's, you know, he that first day that that whole thing came out was like, hey, it's 50 games, right, according to the CBA. And then there was some talk about how, hey, there's some wiggle room with the players' union. And, like, you know, so I don't know exactly what they're going to do with John Morant. But I think that if he doesn't get 50 games, I don't know what the explanation would be. I don't know how you can get away with, you know, anything short of that. Because I feel like... That's crazy. I feel like... you know, unfortunately, there is video evidence. And, and in the NFL, what do we always talk about? Hey, if there's video, you're done. I mean, you look at every case that wow. the NFL has ever ever dealt with. There's video evidence. The guy's gone down. And I think in Jaws' case, with the NBA, it's a much more liberal league, in my opinion. But at the same time, you haven't exactly given Adam Silver a lot of places to go here, Ja. You haven't exactly given Adam Silver... You know, a real good opportunity to discipline you without having to essentially end your season. So for me, like his season would be over, unfortunately. His season would be over, but I just don't know how long that goes. Yeah. Like, because his season being over, like I said, is like 18 games. That's not even half of what the statute is, you know? Yeah, I don't know how, if you're the NBA, you don't take a real, you know, hammer fist down to Ja here because, and if you don't know this story, Ja Morant, the superstar of the Memphis Grizzlies, I don't know, call it six months ago now, eight months ago, was involved in an altercation with a 17-year-old at Ja Morant's house. They were playing pickup basketball. They got into a heated argument. Ja allegedly went into his house got a gun, put it in the waistband of his pants, came out of the house and was threatening, allegedly, according to the 17-year-old, was threatening him with that gun. He didn't draw it and point it at him, but he did that thing where he's got his hand on it in the waistband of his pants. Yeah. Then there was this issue this season where they were playing the Indiana Pacers and an SUV that John Morant was allegedly riding in with his crew drove past the Pacers bus 
and pointed lasers at them. You know, essentially saying, hey, this is a laser sight on a gun after a real testy game with the Pacers. Yeah. Subsequent to that incident, one of Ja's closest friends was banned from Memphis Grizzlies facilities. And obviously the inference was, hey, this is your guy with the with the laser. Yeah. Now you find out on this road trip, allegedly he went into a club because, again, I want to make this clear, authorities in Colorado are not going to prosecute Ja Morant for gun crimes. It is illegal in Colorado to have a weapon and be drinking. Right. Whether you're drunk or not, it doesn't matter. Ja live-streamed himself in a strip club with dancers in the background in Denver. Yeah. And he had what appeared to be a small firearm next to his head. It was clear to my eyes it was a firearm. Yeah. Some people have tried to muddy the waters and say, hey, was that a toy gun? Was that not a real gun? It looked like a gun. End of story in a strip club, on the road, in an NBA function. Yeah. Because remember what the rules are in the NBA. If you're on a road trip, that's it. that is an NBA function. Whether you're sitting on the can or you're in a strip club or at shoot-around or at a game, that's an NBA function. You are representing the NBA on a road trip. That means you are under league guidelines and rules. In no circumstance in a league function are you allowed to have a handgun. Yeah. Ja clearly did, and the NBA essentially you know, hasn't punished him, but he stepped away now for what's going to be a minimum of six games. According to Woj today, he will miss four more. Yeah. This feels like an opportunity where if you let him off easy, this is going to end poorly. Yeah. So the, the, here's where the water gets pretty muddy on this though, as far as discipline for jaw, because if you take a look at this, everything he's just said is a hundred percent. Right. Right. Remember this was on the road you know, you're you're technically because you're on the road. Technically, you're at a team function, right? And and the struggle is is that the NBA essentially doesn't have a way to prove where the gun was before it was seen in Jaw's hand on the live stream. Was this weapon on a plane, a team plane? Was this weapon in a team car? Was this weapon basically? Is there a connection of the weapon? to team facilities in any capacity. That is the is the issue. And Mark Stein on his podcast said, you know, uh, a firearm on team premises is indeed a violation of NBA rules and subject and subjects the player to discipline, but there is no specific suspension length in league bylaws. Suspension length is imposed at the commissioner's discretion. So it's a really tricky situation because if if Jaw had rolled up to a team facility, let's say a, a, a physical building, right? Like Gilbert Arenas in the locker room, let's say. That's the example everyone's been using because that's basically the last time something like this happened. If that had happened in Jaw's case, this would be clean cut. We wouldn't even be talking about this. This had already been adjudicated in the league office. But because it's on the road, because it's an Instagram live feed, because you don't know where the weapon was, because you don't know if the weapon was on a team plane, because you're not sure who all was actually at the club with Ja, right? Like we're all we're you know five of his teammates there. Was it him and one guy? Like like the NBA is trying to figure out what actually happened here. But what we do know, in my opinion, on this is that Ja has set forth a pattern that he cannot unwind now. And that's his true core issue. 
right? It's not just this issue. It's all the instances before. It's all the things that led up to this that now has said, okay, Jaws got a problem. So that's why I say Adam Silver's got to do something about this. And 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 I would have no problem if tomorrow came out that Jaw did indeed get 50. I would not have a problem with that. I think it's actions, it's it's responsibility, it's accountability. Yeah. The NBA is not a league that struggles with gun violence typically, unlike the NFL. So if I'm Adam Silver, I, unfortunately, I would make an example out of Jaw. Yeah, I don't know how you don't. Yeah. Because... I don't know. This whole gang thing, it, like this whole culture in the NBA that they're accusing John Morant of being involved with, I don't know what that, I don't know what impact that has on Adam Silver. But if one of your bright young stars is rolling around in less than a year with three gun incidents, you got to, you got to yes. do something. Yes. You got to do something. And I, I don't know how you go lightly on this. I, I, I really and truly do not know how you go lightly. Uh, I, I don't. Um, I, I just, yeah, DeLambo, I think you're exactly right. Jacob DeLambo, a member of the show, so sad. Ja has a, a kid through all this too. Yeah. Look who's watching. But look at how many kids in Memphis, and, and I know this is probably going too far or, or what have you, but look at everything that's gone down in Memphis with the cops. Look at everything that's gone down with me in Memphis with the violence. Yeah. Look at what basketball has meant in Memphis, whether it's at the U or whether it is the Grizzlies. It's really important in that community. And your brightest light in the basketball community, arguably, now is in the middle of this. Don't let that get lost on you. Don't let that get lost on you. Yeah. I, I just don't think you can. It is... Man, I, I, I'm really struggling with it. Brent Burnett, who's a member of the show, says, Ja hasn't proven to be drunk or have drunk any alcohol. Well, actually, he was drinking in that club. That's, not in dis that's the yeah, problem. Yeah. It's not in dispute. Like you, you're, What you're trying to do is like, hey, I need hard evidence. It's not in dispute. And I would remind you, to suspend him, the NBA doesn't need hard evidence. It just It doesn't need it. Now, the people in Colorado, nobody would come forward and talk about the incident. Case closed. Done. It's over, right? Yeah. Because if you own a club in Denver where NBA players hang out and you voluntarily talk to the cops, what happens to you? <coughs> well, nobody in the, in the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, you think anybody's ever going to your club again? No. They're not. So, of course, they're not going to talk. But and I think it's crazy if you believe, if you believe that this is about what you can prove and not prove in the NBA. That has nothing to do with it. I mean, all these stories about David Stern and how he spoke to Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony was talking about uh, this whole situation with John Moran. Mm -hmm. And Carmelo Anthony went to have a meeting with David Stern after a DUI. And Carmelo had done a rap track many years ago in Baltimore about stopping snitching and like all this stuff. He walked into David Stern's office and David Stern essentially laid him out and said, I know who you are. I know who your friends are. I know where you lay your head. I know what you've been doing. And you're going to take a rip for this. And we're going to suspend you. That's what needs to happen to John Morant. Yeah. Because it wakes you up. You realize that those millions of dollars that are on your ledger that you haven't collected from Nike or Powerade or the NBA, you realize that they just go up in smoke real fast. Yeah. Because again... You have to remember, John Morant's never had anybody say no to him. He's never been second best at anything he's ever tried. Um, so I think this is a very big story. This is a very big story. I would pay 
very close attention to this. Yeah. I would. Uh, D-Rock Irish. What's up, D-Rock? I'd be surprised if the NBA actually doubles down on the 50-game suspension. I don't... Would I be surprised? I would not be surprised if the NBA suspended John Morant 50 games. I would be surprised if the NBA suspended him 50 games. I could see it both ways. They should. They should. What I think they should do is suspend him indefinitely at a minimum for the rest of the season. He's done. Yeah. And then let's see how he behaves over the summer. If he behaves well, okay, cool. Set some set some standards. Yeah. That say, hey, you have to do this and that, and then we can have you back on the floor. Yeah. But take his playoff games away from him. That's what matters to John Morant. Basketball and his accessibility to it. Yep. And I'd allow him to be around the team. I wouldn't pay him. I'd allow him to be around the team. I'd allow him to be at the, the practice facility, games, uh, shoot-arounds. I would not allow him to play. I would not allow him to travel. Because Stephen Adams, the other day, remember, interesting, before I let this go, we were talking about the other day that there are no veterans on this team, and Stephen Adams was the only veteran. Well, now it's come out that, that the player that got upset in the team meeting was Stephen Adams, talking about drinking and constantly clubbing. And the story goes that Stephen Adams said in front of the team, without saying John Morant's name, he went after John Morant and started ticking off all the bad behavior on the road. Drinking, women around, women in the hotel, um, you know, staying out late, coming to NBA, you know, NBA games in less than stellar condition and saying, hey, this is not who we are. We've got to be better than this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this gun stuff came out. So <coughs> just something to think about, man, because I, I think this is a very, very serious situation with John Morant. Totally agree. And I think we should we should absolutely not take it lightly. Uh, John Morant, instead of alcohol, should drink bucked up energy because it'll give him some zip. Again, I got my favorite stuff right here, you guys. I'm telling you, bucked up energy, Miami, zero sugar, you see right there. It is the best stuff. It gives you a nice kick. You feel good. I feel nice and level. I, I don't like stimulant energy drinks that make you shake or bucked up makes me feel great. And I love the fact that they're giving you free samples in the description below. Click the free sample link. Try If you're a workout guy, get their pre-workout. If you just need a bump, get their electrolytes. Get, get all of, they have supplements for everything you do. If you're somebody that sits in front of a computer all day and you need clarity and mental shot, you know, mental sharp, to be mentally sharp, rather, they have supplements for that. Get free samples right now in the link below in the description from Bucked Up. They'll send you three free samples and the best shaker cup in the world right here, the one I'm holding. I love it so much. Yeah. You know, I used to use that big canteen. I've stopped using it, you might notice, for my Bucked Up shaker cup. I'm telling you, it's the best. The link for a free shaker of any color you want and three free samples, any kind of samples you want. It's right below in the description. Hook it up. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Boy, you know, we try to get into Deion Sanders and Colorado and the drama around the Big 12 and the Pac-12. And this John Morant thing happens. Like, Also, uh, you know, quick side note, a legend in Jim Boeheim retired. Jim Boeheim did retire. Yeah. Although I think at the end, I feel like Jim Boeheim was tarnished. Yeah. I do feel like Boeheim was tarnished. Uh, Neville 93 says, what's up, brother? What's going on, Neville? Good to Something, see you. Something's going on with Greg today. I don't know if he's gifting more. We're we're getting some comments about how Greg is the man. And yeah, see, he's gifting more. You see up there at the top there? 
The little bubble. Greg Hawkins gifted five more memberships. See? Wow. Greg Hawkins, you stud. Um, <laughs> let's see. I Louis uh, Capazzo. Two Masta yeah. was gifted a membership. Patrick Flood. Patrick Flood was gifted a membership. Uh, Louis Capazzo, my guy in the Jeezy, gifted a membership. Let's go. Look at Hawkins two days in a row gifting memberships. Nathan Brown was gifted a membership. Isn't that four? Believe so. So you've got one more. You've got one more. Who's it going to be? Matt Hart says, appreciate the membership for sure. Love it, Greg Hawkins. See, it's weird. I don't see the, I don't see the, the it doesn't gifting. show us that one. It's weird. We have to go to another tab. To Masta. To Masta. Is that Masta? Masta? To Masta? To Masta. To Masta. To Masta. Says Monty Nation. What's up? Too good yeah. to see you. Um, let's see. Main event says if Ja doesn't get minimum rest um, in season and playoff suspension, Silver will be looked at as a fool. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Greg did 10 earlier. You did 10 what? So earlier? So now you're at 15 for the day? You did 10 earlier. My guy. Let's go, you guys. You, the best way to do this, the absolute best way to pay, Bro, pay this forward is become, if you are not a member, you got to join. Gift somebody. Pay it forward, right? Uh, that's unbelievable. Pay it forward, bro. I love it. Hey, Kanai Johnson, my dude. What's up? KJ. We miss you, dude. What's up, buddy? Kanai, are you coming to the event on Friday? Let's go, man. Is he local? Yes, he lives down the street. Remember, you used to oh, talk about right. the Jeep in the, the, the Audi? Yeah, yeah. Let's go, Kanai. We, we're yeah, having dude. an event. We're, we are, or Sun, or hello. Friday night, we are having the big 5 0 birthday bash. Ugh. I've got like maybe five, four or five spots left. We yeah, sent we all the some tickets today. out. Today. We added some people today. We have about four left. I am the gatekeeper. Four is the number. Get your ass in here. Yeah, I, um, I, yeah. And see now, all right. I need some help from the audience here because it's not Tony J. Altimore. <laughs> I think we have to block you um, because you came in yesterday impersonating uh, Tony Altimore, I guess. It was pointed out to me in the comment section in DMs that this Tony J. Altimore guy is actually a real person and you are impersonating him. And we have a precedent on the show that there's only one thing that gets you blocked. Yeah. And that is when you impersonate somebody. Look at me. And not Tony J. Altimore came in yesterday and you were impersonating somebody. So I will leave it up to the audience. Yeah. I will leave it up to the crowd. Yep. Should we block Tony J. This not Tony J. Altimore. All their little worlds. Because I just think it, it is, it's the absolute wrong thing to do. We do not impersonate people or we do not damage people's reputations on this show. We have a good, inclusive community where we passionately disagree a lot of times. <laughs> bro, y'all are, are crazy, bro. <laughs> Can I get, hey, in the comments, let's do this gladiator style. Can I get a thumbs, thumbs up, up for or thumbs them? down? And can I get a thumbs down for blocking them? What, oh what do we got God. here? Everybody's like, Jake, <laughs> Jake Nelson says Tony is real, but a DB. And and I should probably, I, no, I'm not going to waste my time because it's always You're a, a douche. Um, let's see. Uh, block 
do it, kick him, lock, finish him, finish him, dude, block him. Kurt Peters says keep. Oh, we have a keep. Okay. Matt Ritson says hell yes. Are you here for the blood, Matt Ritson? Uh, KM says dump him. Block all Altimores, Dale Donuts says. R Dub says keep him. Finish him Game of Thrones style. <laughs> <laughs> Eric yeah. C, a member of the program. Yeah. Finish him. Spangler says LOL, block him. Lopes Van Gabe says only block if you give him the Dikembe finger wag first. Hey. See? Um, Kaufman uh, says block. Jizz says keep. Well, if the jizz says keep, uh, let's see. What if it is Tony Burner, though? Well, now it says not Tony, so I think we know it's not, you know. Um, Mark Hale says only break him up by text. Damn. That's a shot at Jake, which I love. Um, Let's see. Mane says give him a 50-show suspension. (laughs) Uh, Jeremy Callahan says Commodus. What did he say? Look at what he said. I accept my fate. <laughs> Landon says thumbs up. Paul says thumbs down. Matt Ritson covers his eyes. <laughs> this is unbelievable. What now? Let, Let me, me tell, tell you what, what now. now. All right. Okay. So what did we decide? It, it we... looks like it looks like we're getting a lot of uh, a lot of thumbs down here, man. We are. Yeah, we're getting a lot of thumbs down here. I, um, yeah. I agree. It's like, see, but it's like this: identity theft is not a joke, Jim. That's exactly right. Maple says, "Bye, Felicia." DWE says, "Go hard." I agree. Stay hard. Um, go black forty-five. Block him in the real one if he ever shows up. You know. Uh, Tony and friends say Monty is a joke and knows nothing on the regular. Hey, I don't. Cool. It's not like that. I could care less what yeah. he has to say. I just think it's funny that yesterday he was in here as the real Tony Altimore, and I asked him if he was real, and today he's not the real Tony Altimore. So I just find that to be funny. Um, he says, tell my wife I love her. <laughs> Ryan Fair gives a trash can. Brady Cook says thumbs down. Matt Ritson says, where is Duck Season? Blocked. Blocked. The only blocked. other guy on this channel to ever be blocked. The uh, We've blocked one person yes. ever. And what was it for, though? Impersonating Identity Greg Hawkins. Yep. Impersonation. Tanner would vote to trash him and then dump him. Truth. Jeremy Callahan says, boom, yeah. out of here. We need that drop. Boom, out of here. <laughs> uh, perhaps this public lashing will teach him a lesson. Okay. Uh, KM says, I don't want someone impersonating me. Sean says, can one of you tell me how to get into the Instagram chat? Yeah, Sean. Yeah, dude. Nine ninety nine membership. You remember, I'll uh, verify your membership here. Yeah. Hang on if one If you're sec. a member, DM Jake. Well, again, though, you got to be a member at the higher level. We have two tiers now. Correct. So Correct. Don't, don't email me saying, hey, I want in if you're not actually, you know, full ride. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, I think based on the comments... You gonna do it? You gonna ask them? Based on the comments, I I think I don't know. What do you do? Like I I feel bad doing that, right? Like I could put him in timeout, but I don't think I. I... Okay, I'm making an executive decision. Yes. Put his ass in timeout. If he comes back one more time with a fake name, then we'll ban him. Yeah. Well, it, it not, How about that? Not 
Tony, if you want to change your name to your actual name or something other than somebody else's name. Can you choose how long he's in timeout? Yeah, it'll be, I think it's five minutes or something. Okay, if you come back with a good name, your actual name, nothing to do with Altimore, we'll keep you. If you come back with Altimore, you're done. Yeah, that's it. I, I just don't want, I'm not, I'm not going to allow people to impersonate other people. And now I forgot Buddy's name who wanted to know what membership level he was at. Um, so you know, damn it. Why would Sean, you Sean, 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 Sean. Why would you, Sean, Sean who? Um, I don't remember. Yeah, that, don't you remember. got it on the screen, bro. Where? Sean. Oh, yeah. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, dude. What are you talking That's about? Awesome. Hey, welcome to Ale Donuts. Hey, let me uh, pull it back out here. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We're not playing that game with you. Okay. Well, let me pull it back out. Uh, Court McMullen says, is Jake old enough to understand the reference from the... He's not. Wait, He's which not. reference? You, never mind. Never mind. Uh, am I the only tater man? You are. That's it. I believe so, yeah. Court McMullen says, Jake put down the hammer like Adam Silver put down his hammer. Yeah, dude. There you go. Um, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends uh, at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MATI25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. I tell you guys every day, I love Papa Murphy's. I love that I can customize my pizza. I love that if I don't feel like customizing it, it takes 20 seconds to order one of their uh, standard pies. And the, the pie that they have this month is called the Double Bacon Cheddar, and it is spectacular. Fresh out of Papa Murphy's Kitchen, the limited-time Double Bacon Cheddar Pizza. Uh, actually, it's fresh out of my oven. Dad, it's just an expression. <sighs> mozzarella, crispy bacon, and Canadian bacon with nacho cheddar cheese sauce. Now that is an expression. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza, so you can make the pizza great. In my oven. Order now at papamurphys.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. I have been informed that Sean is a uh, top tier member on the program. Sean, DM Jake on uh, Twitter or Instagram. Uh, I would do it on Instagram because then he can just instantly add you. Mm -hmm. uh, so DM Jake, he is SLC Jake. SLC Jake on Instagram. He'll add you into our members only group. Uh, so make sure you uh, get there. And it is a great community, you guys. And for those of you who don't know, again, I'll put a link in the uh, chat. Um, we have two levels of membership now, um, and that is that we have added a $1.99 membership that does not get you into our Instagram chat or any of our insider information, uh, our sourced information, our instant access to our events or our merch or any of that stuff. The, the $9.99 a month gets you access to all of that. The $1.99 membership is simply our, our entry-level membership. It gets you in the comments. It gets you noticed as a member. We shout you out. We read your comments first. Yes. Um, so there you go. Uh, Sean, thanks for being a member, man. Yeah, we appreciate, appreciate you very bro. much. Appreciate you. Um, let's see. Uh, Maury Alvarez says, Jake, quit uh, pulling it out. You have to leave it in and stick with it to succeed. Ask your dad. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> wow. Florida man has spoken. Um <laughs> Maury Alvarez is Legend. literally a Floridian. Legend, dude. Here on the Monty Show, which is presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. 
Um, make sure that you get to theadvocates.com. They have a great feature on their website where you can chat with an attorney 24-7 at no cost. And that's really at the heart with the advocates. There's a lot of attorneys who will tell you, well, you got to cut me a $10,000 check. Or at the advocates, you don't pay them a penny out of pocket. You don't pay the advocates until they win your case. At theadvocates.com, they're the best injury attorneys in the business. Things like workman's comp and understanding the the intricacies of workman's comp. We found out yesterday, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had one of the guys from the advocates on. We found out yesterday that there are only 30 or 40 workman's comp attorneys in the entire state of Utah. Um, I'm telling you, the advocates are amazing. They've been through it. They've seen everything that you need to see in a case. There's nothing that's going to catch them by surprise. So if you've been in an accident, in a car, if you've gotten hit by a car, if you got knocked off your bike, if you slipped and fell because somebody you know has a broken sidewalk, whatever it might be, if you got hurt at work, absolutely make sure you reach out to the advocates at theadvocates.com. Uh, make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show, the biggest stories in sports today. I mean, this... This John Morant thing's a pretty big story. I think he is going to be out at least another four games. Pack your shit. Let's go. According to Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN, NBA bigwig, uh, says Ja's going to miss at least four more games. Uh, Jim Beheim, the legendary basketball coach at Syracuse, has resigned after 47 years at Syracuse. Jim Beheim, no longer the basketball coach. Uh, of the orange men, that is absolutely the end of an era. Mm-hmm. And I think we're starting to see whether it's guys like Jim Beheim or you know guys that are behind Beheim, guys like John Calipari, um, who now there are being real questions asked about Cal's ability to raise a program and the simplicity of his offense. Like, I think we're starting to see those young guys, the Shaka Smarts of the world, really starting to move up the ladder. You see. You know, guys like Mike Bray at Notre Dame, stepping aside now. He's done. His career's over. See guys like Beheim again. You see these big names stepping aside. Coach K last year, right? And it's tough to watch these these titans uh, of the basketball world stepping aside and not knowing what's behind them. I mean, I thought there was another interesting moment in college basketball today, and it had nothing to do with college basketball. Bronny James. Lost in the high school playoffs in California. Sierra Canyon out. Um, His high school basketball career, Bronny James, it's over. It's over. And you know who beat him? mm -hmm. Master P, the rapper's kid. Knocked. He scored, had, I think, 18 points to knock Bronny James and Sierra Canyon out of the CIF playoffs in California. They're done. Yeah. Bronny James moving on to college. If I had to press you right now, where is Bronny James going to college? Ohio State. I, I would agree. Yeah, I think it's the Ohio State. You think it's the Ohio State? Yeah, I just think it's it's such a natural fit. And hey, if the guy, you know, if the guy, if the kid wants to play in California, I'd also understand that. But but I don't see this kid going to, you know, a school located in the state of Texas or playing on the East Coast. Or... I actually don't know that he'll go to college. I I uh, we were listening to somebody else debate this topic yesterday, and I think it's it's right on. I think there's a chance. Not saying G League Ignite or but I could absolutely see Bronny James taking an alternative route. Lithuania. You know, you say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's some of my best material. Come on. But if you're Bronny James, and I don't know what you guys think in the comments, I'd love to hear from you on this. Yeah. If you're Bronny James, can't you write your own ticket? Absolutely. Yeah. You're gonna go. 
wherever you want to go. Top 10 prospect now. like I, There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I wonder, because he has said very little. Very, very little. LeBron the other night lit the world on fire when he tweeted that Bronny can play with some of these NBA scrubs right now. He said something to the effect of Bronny's better than some of these guys right now. Yeah. Which I thought was very low cash out of LeBron. But if you're Bronny James, where are you going to go? Are, are you going to go to a Pac-10 powerhouse, Arizona or UCLA? Are you going to go to any of the power schools in the Big 12? Nah, it doesn't feel like a fit. Could I see him at Kansas? No. I don't think I can. No. Can I see him in Ohio State? Yeah. He's going, dude, if he's going to take the college route, he's not going to Kansas. He's not going to a school. Duke? Uh, no, I don't even, I, if he was going to go to school, I think he'd go to UNC. I don't think he'd go to Duke. And I know that it's Michael Jordan and LeBron, but I don't know. Bronny, to me, like, when I look at Bronny, I say, okay, Ohio State makes sense. You'd look good in the Ohio State uniform. Duke, Duke. I don't know. Duke eh. is Duke. UNC kind of makes sense to me just Duke because of the history, you know. But again, like, would anyone be surprised if he went to a California powerhouse? No. I, I wouldn't, but I, I, I can only see it being UCLA. I can't see it being... He's not going to SC, dude. That that feels weird to me. Yeah, you're not going to SC. And I know that's your Los Angeles locale, and Dad gets to go to the games. And but are you really telling me that if if you are if you are Bronny James, and your dad has dreamed of being an Ohio State Buckeye his entire life, are you telling me if Ohio State offered you and and they have that you wouldn't go to Ohio State? I find that hard to believe. Main event. Again, you shouldn't drink so early in the day, sir. Long Beach State. That would be... Oh, awesome. what are you talking about, man? Maine, can you imagine if we're, like, hanging out at the Pyramid? I <laughs> think Watching that, Bronny play college basketball? Oh, my God. I think the thing that no one talks about is Bronny's mom. And I think that we don't hear from her no. a lot. We don't. We don't at all. We don't hear from her a lot. But they did an interview, was that, two, three months ago now, where... She basically said, and Braun said as much too, where Braun said, yeah, she's the PR person. If you want to get to Bronny, and we heard, and we heard the stories, right, about yeah. people trying to get to Bronny and recruiters, and like everyone was calling his mom, trying to get comments and trying to recruit him. She is the gatekeeper. She is, you know, the, the one. And so for me, we know that Bronny's mom wants him to go to college. So I believe he I will agree. go to college, but then he'll go to the league. I, I think I could see it both ways. Uh, and, and I'm not saying you're wrong, certainly here on the Monty Show, uh, talking about, you know, there's a lot of college basketball news today, uh, believe it or not. But I, I think, you know, obviously this Bronny James thing is a big deal. And the fact that his, his career is over now, you would expect an announcement in not, I don't know, short order, but at some point in time. Yeah. Um, because now he becomes a professional basketball player. Gonzaga. And I think it's very interesting to see where he is. I, you know, I, I, I think one of the things that's very interesting um, is somebody, and I can't remember where the comment is, so I'm sorry. Um, there, is a, there is a belief that he doesn't want to go to Duke, Carolina, because it is very difficult to be a basketball player there. Yeah. It is, beyond the academics, the basketball workload is significant. I think he loves the basketball workload. I have always heard that Bronny James is a dog. Yeah. That dude just breaks his ass 
all day long. And you would expect that because he really is a clone of his father. I mean, if you've seen, and I've seen Bronny in person several times, he is a clone of his father. I mean, it, 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 obviously, Bron's built a little differently, but Bronny James walks like his dad, talks like his dad, looks like his dad. Yeah, I mean, he has all the, the I mean, shades it, of Bron. It'll be yeah. interesting to see what he winds up doing. I don't think work is what scares him. Yeah. Matt Ritson says Gonzaga. Could Gonzaga. Be. I doubt it. Could be. Um, Simon says it's happening. What's happening? Simon, what do you say is happening? Uh, I would love to know. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says Kentucky, the land of one and done. Yeah, but they're not winning much. Yeah. They are not winning at all. They are not winning at all. Uh, outside the echo chamber, a member of the program, UCLA, he's Hollywood. Uh, Jacob DeLambo says Salt Lake City stars with Wade's son, LOL. Dwayne Wade's kid is playing in Africa. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't with the stars anymore. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Is the G League Ignite something that would be good for Bronny James? I don't know. Ask me what Scoot's career looks like in a year. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, Spangler said Kansas, UNC, Duke require too much of their players. I don't know. I, he's an incredibly hardworking kid. I mean... To play at the level he's played at, just to play at the school he's played at, the academics and the basketball, and then all of the developmental games that he plays. Yeah. Dude, he is always playing, like, every day. If Buddy rolled up to the Black Ops runs over the summer, no one would be surprised. Yeah. Uh, Blazed Bunny said he said his top three are Ohio State, USC, and Oregon. The Oregon thing I think a lot of people assume because it's a Nike school. It's, yeah, Phil It's Knight. Nike, it's Braun, it, Phil Knight, like... They clearly have a good relationship. Uh, we'll see. I was so bummed. I missed the Air Force One Tiffany's the other day. That was a bummer. You know, today was a big day in shoes for me, though. There was a Jordan Reserve today that was all Jordan 4s. Uh-huh. Didn't buy a single pair. Good job. Didn't even bring it up to you because I knew it would piss you off. Yeah. Didn't even bring it up. Uh, Blazed Bunny says Bleacher Report said this. Yeah, it's those three have been talked about widely. You're not wrong. Um, David... Sebesta says, WWLBD, what would Le, uh, LeVon Ball do? LeVar Ball? No, no, no. LeVon. Instead of, instead of LeVar, it's, it's LeVar and LeBron put together. LeVon. Bro, how is this going over your head, dude? I, I don't get it. Bro. I, I do get I'm kidding. Bro. That's really good, actually. <laughs> LeVon Ball is funny. It is funny. Uh, Memphis. Yeah, him and Penny Hardaway are tight, but I don't think that will happen. Spangler says, I'm telling you, he wants to play video games. B-Ball is secondary for Bronny. I don't think it is. Nah. I don't think it... I think he wants to be... The guy. I think, yeah. I think he wants to be the dude. I, we have... Yeah, we have... I've never heard anybody say he does not have a motor or a desire or... I mean, all that. They have to slow him down. They have to tell him, hey, okay, we're going to take a weekend off. Hey, like he is constantly at practice with his dad. He is constantly at games. Like they have to slow him down. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Uh, James Knight, what's up, my guy? He says, what's OKC. Up, Good to see you, James yeah. Knight. Appreciate you, dude. James, uh, James, bro, dude, you don't, you don't have an icon next to your name, man. What happened? Oh, James Knight's what happened? no longer Did a member. Did you leave us? James Knight's no longer a member. By the way, James, you want to get back in? We have a lower membership tier now. You're absolutely welcome to uh, use that. I meant LeVar. See, I told you. 
I told you. He did not mean LeVar. That's what he said. He did not That's mean. That's what he said. Dude, you are lying see? out your Seba- mouth. See, Sebesta's a stud. He gets it. Dude. You, you pander to the king. You, I don't know. Does that make you the queen? That's enough of that crap. Yeah, we should probably move on. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, LeVar Burton may be reading Rainbow. There you go. <laughs> the reading Rainbow. Gabriel says, uh, Bronny should go to the Big 12 for massive basketball competitiveness. I'd love to see it, but yeah. is that what you would advise him to do? Because I would not. I would advise him. I would probably advise him to go in the Pac-12 because it's a weaker basketball conference. Yeah. I would advise him if, if I could send him anywhere. I would probably send him to UCLA. It's Los Angeles. Oh, are they an Adidas school, though? Uh, mm. Look that up real quick. Remember they left yeah, Under Armour? Did they go Adidas? I think they did. He's going to a Nike school. There's, just, there's no doubt about that. There is no doubt about that at all. Uh, Aaron Wilson says, Reckham from Lubbock. Aaron, good to see you in Lubbock. Uh, most definitely still a member. As I mentioned in my earlier comment, my card expired and will be sorted, man. Yeah, it's all good, James. Good to see you, dude. Your boy is hitting threes out of the corner again, by the way. Did anybody notice it? Uh, That's an Under Armour school. Now. Still an Under yeah, Armour school? I think so. Yep. No, I thought they broke that deal. Okay. No, they're a Jordan school. That's what it is. They're, I think you see. Now yeah, you're here's updated. Here's updated. July 29th. Yes, they are a Nike school now. Yeah, they're yeah. a Jordan school. I they could went, see him they, going they, to UCLA. Okay, so they did Adidas, then Under Armour, then Nike. That's what they did. Yeah, I could see him going to UCLA. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, 48 minutes to massive Big 12 basketball competitiveness. Hey, you know. Uh, everybody is saying UCLA is Jordan. Thank you, Jizz. Appreciate that. Blaze Bunny, thank you. Uh, my main event says Arizona. I think Arizona is, man, Tuxin is far away, dude. Tuxin. Tu- <laughs> I'm still not over sweaty Sean Miller at Arizona. What a douche. You know. What a douche. Yeah, outside the echo chamber says, how about that kid that beat Bronny? Dude, seriously. Yeah, that's Master P's kid. Did you guys see? I'm not even kidding. The rapper Master P, his kid scored 18 points to beat Bronny James. Like, that's unbelievable. Jeremy Callahan says, Tuxin. I hate Tucson. I hate, I, with all due respect, well. You got the Subi in Tucson. Yeah, we did. bad. It was a, but how, that felt like a 10-hour drive. From, it was, yeah. It was, yeah. We used to live in Phoenix. Trust me, Tuxin is far away. Uh, Matthew Brenning, can you explain how much money BYU or similar school is likely to make in the Big 12 on their top-tier base amount from the Big 12 contract? You have to be determined. Um, but my guess is in that new deal, my guess is you're going to have to earn your way. This is a question that has not been answered, by the way. But Nobody would be surprised if at the if end it was of the tier. day. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, if newcomers were able to, you know, scratch into the high 30s, low 40s, one, yeah. especially if you get into the playoffs, yep. you know? I agree. Gabriel, a member of the program, says, I wonder what team Bronny will go to if he goes to the NBA. I don't know. It's interesting. That's why a lot of people are wondering, you know, G League Ignite is not a bad route for him. But, I mean, the question is, how do you get him on the Lakers? Because LeBron and Bronny want to play together. Yeah. And LeBron, I don't know. That's going to be a tough deal, dude. That's going to be a tough deal. Yep. Somebody is going to hold Rob Palenka hostage for that. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Uh, If BYU answer, if BYU probably less because they're going to get pounded in hoops, no offense. They will. Yeah, they will. They're going to make less. The game in college sports now 
is not necessarily how much you're getting from the conference. Now, if you're in the Big Ten, that matters a lot. But if you're the Big 12 and you're going to make 31 as a base, you better make the NCAA tournament. You better go to a bowl game. You better have access to the college football playoff. Yes. Because if you don't, you're going to make far less money. Yeah. Far less money. Basketball, again, Jeremy Callahan, a member of the show, this is why you're a stud. Basketball, as I've said for a month now, that's the next big revenue stream. It, it, and, and it's why I love Brett Yormark, because he totally understands it. He completely Gonzaga. understands it, without a doubt. Uh, David Sebesta says, someone will have to flop real bad on a trade. Real bad. Uh, Mike Maples, what's up, Mapes? Masterpiece kid uh, making Bronny say, uh, na, 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 uh, 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 Okay, sorry, my bad. Uh, DeLambo. Okay. Uh, can LeBron retire and then go anywhere uh, to play with his son? He cannot. He cannot. If he's under contract, he cannot. Remember that. Kenai Johnson says, remember the little Romeo and little Bow Wow beef? I do. Little Bow Wow. <laughs> little Bow Wow. And it's not little. Can you please get it right? Little, little Bow Wow. It's, it's little Gamble here. <laughs> um, Mike Maples, well done, sir. See what he, see what he was happy with that. Uh, Benning says, why is a team in the Big Ten worth triple the Big 12? Seems like such a huge enclosable uh, gap that will eventually destroy college athletics with NIL. I don't think so. I think you're worth what somebody will pay for you. And I think the fact that Big Ten Network has been such a rousing success for Fox, I think the fact that Michigan and Ohio State uh, routinely have access to the college football playoff, I think because Big Ten basketball, you know, for better or for worse, has been relevant. Yeah. Um, and I think that the, the Big Ten has a lot of reach. It has a huge fan base. It has a huge financial base. And frankly, grabbing USC and UCLA was a stroke of brilliance because it gives you another time zone. It gives you – I think the Big Ten is well-deserving of the money they got. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of, hey, somebody wants to pay you that? <laughs> Sign right here. Rudy Gobert absolutely destroyed the Jazz. But should he have said no to that? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Um, Spangler says Zags whipped St. Mary's last night. Whipped. Timmy's a stud. Gonzaga. Like, I mean, I, I, you can say what you want about Gonzaga, and you can say what you Gonzaga. want about, about Timmy and the way they play ball. Mm, He's Timmy. a stud. St. Mary's is no laydown, man. I'm telling you, he is absolutely no lay down. Um, and yeah. St. Mary's is a good club, and yep. I think rightfully will end themselves up in the in the NCAA tournament, which is a cash windfall for the WCC. Yep. I, I just think it was a, a really good year for them. Uh, James Knight says, who's your early prediction for NBA Finals, Suns, Philly, or Milwaukee? See, Jake, who slanders Philly on this show on a daily basis, um, in the West. How the fuck else would you do this job? They, they're so tight at the bottom of the West. Yeah. I mean, if we're being honest, you guys, you look at the Western Conference of the National Basketball Association, uh, you look at just the fight to get in the play-in, the Jazz lost their fourth straight game. They're now 31-35 and 35 on the outside looking in. They are a half game out of the play-in tournament from Portland, OKC, and New Orleans. The Lakers, believe it or not, are actually now a half game in to the nice spot because Anthony Davis somehow found a fountain of youth and looks unbelievable. 
But if I had to take a team coming out of the West, I don't know that I could do that today. I mean, I look at the way Sacramento is playing. Who wants to run into Sacramento in the first round? Nobody. Light the damn laser beam. Yeah. Like, it, it's unbelievable um, what Mike Brown has done. Yeah. With that team. Like, this is no longer a, fl- a fluke. You know. They're second in the West. I don't want to play Sacramento. I certainly don't want to play dad bod God. I don't want to play Denver. <laughs> the way that Michael Porter Jr.'s played, I don't want to play them. Nah. I mean, I, but now Memphis. But the John Morants are not in a good place. They're probably going to fall, right? But they're not going to fall out of a play, playoff spot. They're not going to be in the in the tournament. I mean, they're they're what are they five games up on a playoff spot right now? They're yeah. not going to fall out. I think the Suns have a legitimate shot to catch the Memphis Grizzlies. I think if the Suns are third, I would not. I I would have a hard time picking against them. I would. I don't know if if let me ask you this, James, and everybody else. Nuggets with home court advantage against the Suns in the Western Conference Final. Go. Dude, good luck. Yeah, I think that's really tough, man. Good I luck. think, you know, that Aiton Jokic matchup would probably decide that series. Well, and I think you're going to take Jokic every time. Frankly. Maybe, yeah. Um, I think that's a big one. I just I look at the East, and again, I did a short on our YouTube channel today about the Knicks because, you know, Daddy Jerk Leg you know, over here. Daddy Jerk Leg. That's all I could come up with off the top of my old head. You continue to slander the Knicks as well. Yeah. Is there anybody in the East you don't slander? Uh, Brooklyn. I don't slander Brooklyn. Okay. I slander Brooklyn. They suck now. Cale um, Bridges is playing his ass off, though. He is. He's he's getting paid. But I look at... I um, just not... The, the West is much more my vibe. The East is is kind of a struggle. Dude, I don't want to see the Knicks. The, I don't want to... The Cavs, there's something dysfunctional with the Cavs now. I don't know how to describe it. I don't really understand it. But is this the tagger? Someone away in their offense. Their defense is still really good, but someone away in their offense. And I just think the Knicks are the best team in the Eastern Conference right now. Just the way they're playing. They're winning games without Jalen Brunson because Julius Randle's that dude. Are we clear on that? I'm, I, I, and you guys probably don't watch Knicks games. I watch far too much Knicks basketball. Uh-huh. Um, you know. And then they turned around and lost to Charlotte. But in that game, in that game, you look at, at the way they played, and they were led by R.J. Barrett. So what are they going to do when they're led by R.J. Barrett? They're going to lose. Right. But if you look at when they feature Julius Randle, who, by the way, is averaging 25 and 10, should he be an MVP candidate? No. No, probably not. He should be in the conversation, though. And if you look at his game log, this cat's been out of his skull. He is averaging 27 points in March, 27 in February, 26 in January, 28 in December. Like, he is having a season of a lifetime, dude. Uh-huh. And nobody's talking about it. All anybody wants to talk about is Jalen Brunson. But do you know why? Jalen Brunson. Do, do you, like... You understand that the Knicks aren't going to get the benefit of the doubt. You get that, right? Like, Well, with Thibodeau as your head coach, you probably shouldn't get the benefit of the doubt. But I just mean, reputationally speaking, for me, like Thibodeau is otherwise. They're the Knicks. You got to show us that all this cool play in the regular season is going to lead to something. And I don't disagree. 
Julius has had a nice season, and you can sigh your ass off, and you can not want to hear so it. But wait, so then do you use the same like, logic? Do you use the same logic with your Golden State Warriors? Well, no, because the Golden State Warriors have done something in the postseason. But they have shown you absolutely nothing but this season. But that's the difference. That's the difference. Okay. The Knicks have flopped in the postseason regularly. Right? It's time for NBA power rankings. We were going to do them at 5 o'clock anyway. Let's do NBA power rankings. But am I wrong rankings. on that concept? You're wrong about everything. Like, it's incredible to me. You're dumb. Man. Um, <laughs> no, I don't disagree with you that the Knicks have a lot of proving to do. But I think it is the exact same situation the Warriors find themselves in because they're not the same thing. This thing with Jordan Poole and Draymond Green last night. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Like Jordan Poole is refusing to pass Draymond Green the ball in the midst of the offense with Draymond in the high post waiting to hand it off for a three-pointer on a screen. Jordan Poole won't give him the ball because he wants to The fast pass for Douche Mountain because you're a douche. And then what does Jordan Poole do? Turns it over. You're a douche. That's why this team is where it is. Yeah. Because Draymond punched Jordan Poole in the face and they kept them both on the team. Uh, am that I wrong? feels like a lifetime ago, dude. But, am, but tell, you're not wrong. No. Tell, tell I just, a pimp it's not, just funny. Tell, tell a pimp he ain't it's, a pimp. It's just funny, dude. Tell a pimp he ain't a pimp. Dude, it's funny as hell. Dude, You, the fact that you're able to say, yeah, well, you know, uh, they suck because Draymond punched him in the face, uh, and then they kept them both on the roster, and now Jordan Poole's turning it over because he refuses to pass it to Draymond. I mean, that's just everything any NBA fan would want, dude. I mean, it's just it's perfect. Tell a pimp he's a pimp, and I am. I'm, I'm just telling you. Talking with Raphael podcast. Hey, Raphael. Look forward to seeing you, man. Uh, the Knicks are just like the Jazz. The only thing they have uh, is the only thing they have is how big the actual city is. Well, and they're actually winning games. Can you measure it? And they have a roster built to win today, to a certain extent. Um, Spangler says, uh, wait, let me go up one. Brunson and Shay, Shay have always been, uh, good. So I can't see how they get most improved. Lori, I could see Lori Markinen's the most improved yeah, player in the league. hundred percent. No doubt about it. Andrew H. Okay, here we go. Andrew H says that Times Square and Temple Square, same exact thing. What's the difference? I mean, they're interchangeable. I started having second thoughts. I mean, other than the fact God's in, well, Times Square got rats and hoes. In God's name, <laughs> image, and likeness. So I thought you just said rats Listen, and hoes. The scene at Times Square was, this was one of the most disgusting New Year's Rockin' Eves I've ever seen in Times Square. Like, that was disgusting. Yeah. And I love that city that I've never been to, like, for an extended time. <laughs> I drove through it when I, like, the... the the airport in Bristol was out of power. Did you drive through it like I drove through Bryce Canyon? or No, douchebag. Um, I actually um. rented a real car with a catalytic converter. A real car. Yeah. And drove through, and it was crazy. I love Yeah, that's stupid. I love New York. But my point is, my point is, is that I look at, I look at New York, and I think it's spectacular. And I look at Salt Lake City. And by the way, thank you to whoever put up the boring-ass city billboards. Exactly what we needed. Exactly what we needed. All of our NBA talk on the Monty program. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. All of our talk on the Monty program. Um, that's not going to be a good one. Somebody you know. 
<laughs> the fire alarm goes off. Don't blame me. Um, all of our NBA talk on the Monty Show is presented by Quick Quack Car Wash. Uh, all, of, <laughs> all of our NBA talk on the Monty Show is presented by Quick Quack Car Wash. The best car wash in the business is Quick Quack Car Wash. The good news is they also clean upholstery. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah. Uh, quick Quack Car Wash is spectacular. All the people are great. Obviously, the car wash is great, or I wouldn't be talking about it. You know, I just got, um, I just brought Hank into the family, my, my Hemi V8, Grand you know. Cherokee. Looks great already because I, I am a member at Quick Quack Car Wash, so I get free damp towels. I get free vacuums. It's remarkable the level of service you get at Quick Quack Car Wash. That's what you're there for. Again, the wash is great. You're in and out in five minutes, so you can go on your lunch. You can go on your dinner. You can go whenever you want because you can count on the fact that you're going to be in and out quickly, and the car wash is cash money, Best. baby. At Quick Quack Car Wash, make sure you tell them, you heard about it on the Monty. Hello? Show. Okay, guys, I'm gonna tell you the secret to impressing my neighbors, the Wyatt coworkers, you name it. I just swing by Quick Quack. It seriously takes two minutes and people can't stop, won't stop checking me out. Getting a clean car is definitely my best life hack. Kids are messy, camping's dirty, but my truck sure isn't. Oh, my God. Um, hi. All of our NBA talk on the Monty Show presented by our friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. Um, Simon2077 says, click the like button, guys. Yeah, where are we? We're at over well over 2,000 uh, views on the show today. We are only at 110 likes. Please, all 254 of you watching the show, uh, hit the like button. We really appreciate it. Josh the Baller says, ducks. I agree with that. Curry dropped... 40 and still couldn't beat uh, the OKC the other night. See, that's why we need to do NBA power rankings by conference here on the Monty program. Hey, we, Monty. I think we, we used to have power rankings music. <laughs> we don't have that anymore. All right, let's start in the East. Who is absolutely positively the worst team? It's, I think right now today, there's no doubt it's the Detroit Pistons. Because it's garbage. They're awful. 15 and 51. They're terrible. But are they playing the worst basketball? Yeah, they are. They're awful. They are terrible. Bottom five in the East. I think it's Detroit, the worst. Then Orlando. Then Charlotte. Then the Bulls. And then the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, and the Detroit, they're, I think I saw today they're shutting down uh, Bogey for the rest of the year. Yes, they are. And I still think you're dumb for not trading him. Yeah. That, in my opinion, that was a huge mistake. Yeah, 100%. Not to trade Boyan Bogdanovich. 100%. So I'm telling you, and, and it's the right thing to shut him down, but I, I don't think there's any doubt now that Detroit, Detroit's got to get better and quickly. That's a team that should go all in on, on Victor Wambanyama. Yeah, definitely. There's no doubt about that in my mind. They should go all in on Victor Wambanyama. So Detroit uh, is the worst. All right, let's talk about the best in the East. Because Milwaukee's playing really good basketball right now. I mean, they are focused. They are moving the ball really well. I think it is still wildly uncertain if they are an elite defensive team. Mm -hmm. But when they are locked in and focused, I don't think there's any doubt they are elite. I'm still, and I, I know I'm going to die on this hill. I'm still going to take the Boston Celtics to be the best team in the East. Yeah. I think they are, in my opinion... 
Offensively, they are the best team in the East. Jalen Brown's got to figure it out, though. Jalen Brown has to figure out how to be that dude as a number two to Jason Tatum every night. But I think they're going through it right now, and they're in this lull, and it's exactly at the right time. And my guess is the final 10 games of the year, they are going to come out smoking. Yeah. And I think they will have figured it out. I'm going to take Boston one. I am going to take Milwaukee two. Right now, I got to put Philly three. Today, right now, today on, on March 8th, I'm taking the Sixers three. Yeah, I I think that, you know, I, I agree. That's the same order I'd have them in. I think Philly has the opportunity to pass Milwaukee if they can figure out the defensive end of the floor. I, there are so many times when I watch Philly where I'm like, damn, dude, like you're dominating this team on the offensive end. Like whether it's Joel, whether it's James, you know, even Tyrese Maxey, like, like they have weapons offensively. But defensively, there are a lot of times I'm like, damn, dude, like, like what was that? Like we're like, what were you doing here or there? Like, there are just times where I feel like they sort of lose that focus defensively, and it's going to cost you against, like, someone like Giannis, against some of the best players in the league. That's going to cost you. So I think they can surpass Milwaukee, but they would have to lock in on defense to do that. Now, here's, yeah. the, here's the toughest one, I think, in all the power rankings. Cleveland Cavaliers or the New York Knicks? I'm taking the Knicks. And they're 9-1 they're in their last 10. Four of those, I think now they played without Jalen. But is this the crescendo? Is this the high before the low? Uh Because like Boston on the flip side, Boston's playing their worst basketball at the right time because they're going to come out of this. Are the Knicks playing too well? Is it unsustainable? I don't think it is. They're not a 9-1-10 team. I think they are much more 7-3. I think they're better than Cleveland mm-hmm. because I think when Jalen Brunson's playing, they have the ability to guard all five positions and they have the ability. The thing I really like about the Knicks over Cleveland, they have the ability to defend and instantly get out in transition, which I think in this league is incredibly important for my money. I, I'm taking the Knicks over the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you a hundred percent. I think, I think that, the Cavs, unfortunately, the Cavs, it's their first season together, you know? So, you know, I, I think that there is a price to be paid for that. You have to figure out how to play together in big games. And I just don't trust the Knicks. That's the, that's my problem. I don't trust them. So let's have a trust conversation when we get to the postseason. Yeah. Honest to goodness. Let's have, let's worry about that in the postseason. There is not to completely derail us. Oh, God. Brett Yormark has spoken. Brett Yormark has spoken. Stay hard. And he said, quote, I continue to have conversations with Gonzaga, but there are other things that I'm more focused on right now. And so wait, he wasn't let me get specific this right. around that. Let me get this right. Yeah. As, as we have solely told you, yeah. Gonzaga has a verbal offer to join the league and has said, we need to think about it. So Brett Yormark then says, Hey, I've spoken to Gonzaga. I continue to speak to them. I'm just saying, when you want to question who's for real and who's not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's great for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for us. Yeah, dude. I think Gonzaga is going to wind up in the Big 12. Yeah, I just, I, mean, I just think it's a natural fit. Why would you not? Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's so perfect. He, so say again what he said. Uh, it, my Twitter feed refreshed, but basically what he said was, is that he's, he's had discussions with Gonzaga 
but that right now there are other things that he is more focused on. Meaning, like, in the Twitter reaction is the inference is obviously expansion and, you know, this whole bigger picture conversation. So, you know, I look, I think Brett's a master at work in the media. I think Brett understands how to say things without saying it. Again, the exact quote is, quote, I continue to have conversations with Gonzaga, but there are other things right now, uh, other things right now that I am focused on. That's the quote. So what is he saying without saying it? Obviously, he's saying, hey, yep, we've got a relationship with Gonzaga. Uh, I could even go as far as to say, based on the information we have from our sources, that he is in in a roundabout way, you know, basically confirming that they've talked about adding Gonzaga to the Big 12, because that's what that says to me. I continue to have conversations with Gonzaga. What else would you be talking about with Gonzaga? But that there are other things that I am more focused on right now. So expansion, you know, adding teams, Pac-12, all that good stuff that we're that we've been talking about. And 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 again, I'm sure we'll have people on both sides of this. Something one guy's gonna say, "Oh, well, this is a nothing burger out of Brett Yormark." What else is he gonna say? You're not wrong, but I also think for the person who's really passionate about this topic, you begin to understand that Brett Yormark is working the media and doing his damn job as a commissioner. And and it's funny to me that in a time. When when the Pac-12 needs a TV deal desperately, we're not seeing any of George Klyavkov. When's the last time you heard from George Klyavkov? Yeah, but I I don't. What would George Klyavkov say? Something right now? is better than nothing. No, it's not. Well, well, I disagree, and I I think, and the reason I say that is because I think he is at a very cr- critical point in time. He won, and I I think I've said this on the show, but I've been told multiple times he's not authorized to speak to the media anymore. His, his last foray through UCLA, you know, going to the Big Ten was a, a humiliating outcome for the Pac-12. And I am told that Brett Yormark is not authorized to speak to the media. Uh-huh. And I think that's very smart, number one. Number two, it is my belief that Brett Yormark coming out and talking about how we're going to have a deal soon, we're going to have a deal soon, is bad for the Pac-12. I think it only ratchets up the pressure every single day on this league to come out with a significant deal. And again, as I've told you, for six months, they don't have a significant deal. There's not an opportunity for a significant deal to, and call it what you want, call it rescue the Pac-12, call it whatever you want to call it. There is not an opportunity for Brett Yormark to come out with a deal that meets him at the level that, that, or excuse me, George Klyavkov, that meets him at the level of the Big 12. Mm-hmm. George Klyavkov is not authorized to talk to the media right now. And I think it's, it is it, it is very smart of the Pac-12 not to allow George Klyavkov to talk to the media. And I, I think the problem here is you are a minnow in George Klyavkov going up against a shark in Brett Yormark. 100%. It is incredibly difficult if you are the Pac-12 to compete against the Big 12 simply on the fact that Brett Yormark is a stud. Like, the guy is absolutely running circles around Klyovkov. Right, yeah. In everything he's doing. What do, you, do you understand what, what Brett Yormark did in, the, in this fight that we're working on getting for you? Do you understand what Brett Yormark just did? Brett Yormark just put another, another shot over the bow of the Pac-12. We continue to talk to Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. If you're George Klyovkov, a little pee just came out. <laughs> and I'm being serious. I'm not even trying to be over the top on this. And again, 
And again and again, we have talked about it on this show. The Pac-12 is not an attractive destination. No. And I know that it pisses people off, and we're probably going to get all of the yahoos that want to come out and talk about this. Yeah. But I am telling you again and again, I have heard it from first-person sources. Don't take my word for it. Look at the Klyovkov statement. I am the only one in the country reporting that Gonzaga has a verbal offer from the Pac, or excuse me, from the Big 12 and the Pac-12. Both have offered Gonzaga membership. I'm the only one in the country telling you Brett Yormark has a verbal invitation sent, spoken to directly to Gonzaga. And Gonzaga has not said, yeah, you know, let's do it. Because the difference is that Brett Yormark doesn't have to go back to some board of governors or executive committee or that already happened. Brett Yormark is empowered in this league to do what he needs to do in his opinion to drive this league forward. He already has consent. He already has a unification of his presidents. George Klyovkov does not have that. Brett Yormark is the one that has that. And when we talk about the processes of this, it's a very different process. You want to know what Brett Yormark's process is? Hey, Gonzaga, we'd like you to join the Big 12. Are you interested? Yeah, we'd love to join. Okay, we'll have paperwork to you in 24 hours. It's that simple. You know why? Because he's already told his presidents, hey, this is what we're doing. This is how I'm going to go about it. So when Gonzaga says, yeah, sure, the deal's already done at the, at the Big 12 level. They just need to send a, a, a package, get all of the, the I's and the T's dotted and crossed, and it's done. In the Pac-12, it's a very different conversation because George Klyovkov is not empowered to do anything on his own. So when he goes to Gonzaga, and I'm told he went to Gonzaga late last year in November, December, and said, hey, we want you to join the conference. They said, thanks, but no thanks. And the problem is that nobody believes in George Klyovkov. Gonzaga in that conversation didn't believe in George. The presidents and the executive committee in the Pac-12 don't believe in George. So there's no way to get that deal done. It's the same thing with the TV contracts. Nobody in television believes that George Klyovkov is the guy that can execute a deal. Nobody believes that. That's the biggest issue, in my opinion. And I think it's a huge difference in the way that you do business. Mm-hmm. That, but, but again, that's just, my, that's just my opinion. And I don't know. We'll see. Let's uh, play you this bite. Here's George Klyovkov, or excuse me, man. All right. Here's Brett Yormark talking about Gonzaga. And then the third you know, priority for me has been to explore expansion for all the right reasons. As I've said before, it's got to be additive. It's got to be accretive. Um, but we are focused on it, and we're exploring every and all possibility. And I say that um, while also saying that I love the composition, the makeup of this conference going forward. I love the four new schools that are coming in in July, the continuing eight. I think we're in a great place. But if there's a chance to get better, it's incumbent on me as the commissioner to explore those possibilities. And that's exactly what I'm doing. And then the third... I just... Great editing job there. Uh, I just <laughs> I just don't know what you do. And again, this is my opinion. If you're George Klyovkov listening to Brett Yormark speak, what do you do there? What do you do there? Because you're not, in your right mind, 
do you believe that Gonzaga would join the Pac-12 instead of the Big 12? No. How? I don't see any way that that's a possibility. And I want to play this bite again because I want you to listen to his cadence, listen to his calm, listen to his confidence, listen to his messaging, listen to the way he speaks. Hey, we're doing X, Y, and Z, but I love this conference going forward. I love our new members. So, And the reason that's important is it's the professionalism where you don't speak off the top of your head and say back of the envelope calculations. You don't make up half-truths and lies, in my opinion, to try and torpedo somebody else's piece of business. So again, listen to Brett Yormark, the commissioner of the Big 12 today at the Big 12 basketball tournament, talking about expansion. And then the third you know, priority for me has been to explore expansion for all the right reasons. As I've said before, it's got to be additive, it's got to be accretive, um, but we are focused on it and we're exploring every and all possibility. And I say that um, while also saying that I love the composition, the makeup of this conference going forward. I love the four new schools that are coming in in July, the continuing eight. I think we're in a great place, but if there's a chance to get better, it's incumbent on me as the commissioner to explore those possibilities. I mean, he's just fantastic. I mean, he is he is just fantastic. And again, he also said today that they have had ongoing con- discussions that are continuing with Gonzaga basketball about joining the league, um, but that he is focused on other things right now. And I mean, the obvious inference is gutting the Pac-12 and adding, adding members from the Pac-12. I mean, I, I don't know. I'd love to hear your opinions on it, guys. Like, I think this is absolutely a masterclass. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely everything that you would you would want out of a commissioner. And I, and I just think that, again, he knows how to say things without exactly saying them. You know, like, and, and I think it allows people to talk, talk about your conference. It allows people to speculate. It allows people to continue to have the conversation. And, and I think that he's smart. He's at the Big 12 basketball tournament. Yes. How are you not there? Like, bas- like, you're the Big 12. Basketball's huge for you. It's brilliant. I agree. Uh, Gumby makes a really good point. He says... Uh, don't forget to dot the lowercase J's. Dude, thank you. My bad. My, my, see, this is, mm-hmm. okay. Right. Let's move on. Um, Sean says, Big Ten wants someone more. Uh, I Isn't it interesting that the Big Ten has gone kind of quiet without a commissioner? With Kevin, this Kevin Warren transition and Big Jack 512 says, poor George. T-Duck says, Big Ten wants uh, Notre Dame and UNC. I think the Big Ten would love Notre Dame football. They would love Notre Dame football, but I just don't understand what the attraction for Notre Dame is mm-hmm. to join the Big Ten right now because it ain't money. They, I mean, the, you, you can't throw a bag of money at, at Notre Dame and be like, oh, yeah, why don't you come on into our conference? We'll give you money. <laughs> they're Catholic. They have money. Trust right. me. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it's not a thing where they're hurting for money. It, is it something where Notre Dame can't get to the college football playoff? Well, We've seen that that's not the case. Like, they have access. They have money. They have reach already. But remember that you're trying to rework this TV deal with Notre Dame. If you're NBC, like, it it, it makes natural sense because Notre Dame has been a really good partner for you. Yeah, big draw. Yeah, and the other thing you got to remember now is you have shoulder programming. What comes before and after Notre Dame football? Well, now now you've got the Big Ten. So you've got Big Ten after dark. You've got like you have programming that helps you package Notre Dame and make them a, a foundation for your other stuff. 
They've got the NFL. They've got Notre Dame. They've got the Big Ten. Why would Notre Dame join the Big Ten? That's the, that's the conversation I think is really difficult for a lot of people to understand. And the answer is, I don't see an obvious reason. You're recruiting your ass off. You're on TV. You, you're, you're getting access to big games. You're scheduling up. I mean, it, there's just not a lot of incentive there. And, I, you know, North Carolina is really interesting. I think UNC, I think the ACC, you're just so locked in there. Nobody's paying $500 million to get out. And you've got, what is it, 15 years or whatever it is left yeah, on that grant of rights. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be really difficult for any of these teams to get out. And I, 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 again, go back to the conversations we've had about the, the uselessness of merging the remaining schools in the Pac-12 and the ACC. Because essentially, you'll just pull the envelope out and start doing calculations and figure out what now you're going to send you're going to send Cal and Stanford to Chapel Hill? You're going to send Cal and Stanford to Florida? Florida State? You're going like all across the state of Florida to play in the ACC? That doesn't make a lot of sense. Nope. So that kind of merger to me just it, it doesn't it doesn't resonate with me. I think the thing that's that that makes the most sense is we are going to shrink a lot of these schools into several conferences. And I think there's going to be three conferences, and that's going to be it. Yeah, and I think the P5, like, you're seeing separation now. That's the thing, like, you know, yes. in, in P5 land, like, it's you're not going to have five conferences anymore. It's going to be, and, and I'm not even joking, it's going to be P3, not P5, P2, not P5. And that, to me, is the biggest difference. And I, and I think there's no shame. Like, nobody's really saying it, but if the Pac-12 were to somehow figure out how to survive, but now you're, in, you, now you're a group of five school... Okay, cool, man. That's fine. Like, I don't think it has to be this thing where, like, it's some terrible, terrible thing that we got to look down on that you somehow, like, were only able to survive by stepping down a tier. I understand that 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 kills you. Like, the money's way less. Like, it's not ideal. I understand that. I get it. At the same time, though, survival's better than not being around. You know what I mean? Like, that, that to me is is should be the precedent that to me should be the goal if you can't compete with the big 10 and the sec anymore yeah i think it is i think it's really interesting um talking about brett yormark he did a press conference today at the uh big 12 tournament um and one of the things he addressed was gonzaga joining the big 12. i like gonzaga obviously a great program um you know my focus right now is to see what happens throughout our industry. You know, there's there's a lot of moving parts, and um, I continue to have conversations with Gonzaga, but I think as I prioritize what our next move might be in expansion, there's other things right now that I'm focused on. Well, you know, that that is obviously cell phone video, so I apologize for the degraded um, quality of video there, but I think it's very important to understand he just confirmed everything that we've reported about Gonzaga, mm -hmm. that he's been talking to them. Um, we've told you exclusively on this show, Gonzaga has a verbal offer to join the conference. And I think with the tournament going on, I think if you listen to what he just said there, he essentially just told you, we're focused on other things, but what's Gonzaga focused on? Because mm -hmm. I don't think it's, it's Big 12 membership at this very moment in time. They're focused on the tournament and they're focused on finishing their basketball season 
And it's why I say, I don't think any of this stuff is going to happen in the next month because I don't think you're, you're having conference realignment during the, one of the biggest revenue generation, um, one of the biggest revenue generating periods of your life. Yeah. I, I don't anyways. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what you guys think, but, um, that's just my opinion. Um, you know, but I, I feel very strongly again, and this is just my opinion. I feel very strongly that if you are, if you're Brett, your mark, I think you're in business. Yeah. I think you're in great shape here. Um, you know, and I think that this is again, and I want to get to your comments on this, but this is just the exact reason why if you're in the PAC 12, you're terrified. Yeah. You're yeah. terrified. Yeah. And I mean, I think Brett is, is just such a professional and such an operator that you, you, you just, yeah, exactly. Exactly to that comment in your mark. We trust that's yeah. that, that I, I'm not sure that you could say it better than that. I mean, I think that, you know, the guy just is in the right spot at the right time, saying the right thing, saying it the right way, representing you the absolute best you possibly could. And then you begin to understand that Brett Yormark has relationships with guys like Tom Homo at BYU that are trying to, you know, figure out what the path for Utah to join the Big 12 would be. Like, that type of operation behind the scenes is just elite. And, and again, I, we're not a Big 12 show. We're not... Uh, we're not sitting in Stillwater. We're not in Texas. We're not in, you know, any any state that has a Big 12 school. Like, we're we're in Salt Lake City. This is technically Pac-12 land. And for me, yeah. I look at it and I just say, dude, like, uh, this is why I get so fired up over the Utah educational thing and, like, the stance on that. And I'm just like, dude, like, like Brett Yormark's a professional. Brett Yormark gets it. Absolutely. And, and for me... If if I was a, a, a you know an administrator a business owner in a sense you know I want someone representing me that understands the process and and to me it's just clear cut that you will be fine with Brett Yormark one way or the other yeah and I'm telling you I put it at I don't know eighty twenty that Gonzaga joins the Big Twelve yeah to hear him say that publicly at the Big Twelve basketball tournament is remarkable. Let's talk about a little breaking news here with uh, Brett Yormark uh, meeting with the media. Gumby, extra regular, says shot on a flip phone. Seriously, dude. Yeah. Sorry, Seriously. guys. It's the best we could do right now. Uh, 513 Bearcat. Sounds like Gonzaga won't be joining in. Uh, I think it sounds like they will. Yeah. Uh, two Masta says Zagadon is a danger to democracy. Uh-huh. And, and I will admittedly tell you, it, it, it. a lot of people get upset about it. A lot of people get upset about it. Like any time, the, the thing I don't understand about this Big 12, Pac-12 thing, why are so many people in a hurry to be right? <laughs> why are so many people in a hurry to be the source? Like if you have people that are tweeting about this every single day, you, you can just almost write them off immediately. Right. Hey, my source, my source, my, like every, they, there's not an every day to it. Excuse me. There's yeah. just not. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. I, I'm telling you, Watch who you listen to. Be careful who you listen to. This, to me, is a huge, huge validation for us. Yeah. And I'm a guy that keeps receipts, by the way. Yes, you do. I am a guy that keeps receipts. We, we have taken, and it's far less now because we have been very correct on a lot of things we've reported. Mm -hmm. But it's stuff like this where everybody's like, they're not talking. They're not. We've told you for a month, six weeks, that Brett Yormark's been talking to the Big 12. Yeah. So it is what it is. Uh, Sean said they sure do. They don't have uh, the viewership. What do you mean? Big Jack says CU has to have a public meeting in April to officially do anything. They do, correct? Yeah. 
To vote on anything, you have to be in the public setting. They do. But again, I want people to understand how this works. The the Colorado thing is very interesting. And I want people to, to understand this. The way that these membership things are happening, you do not take a vote unless you know everything is in place. Right. So Gonzaga joining the Big 12. Brett Yormark, according to people I talk to, has offered them membership, and they have said, not this very second. And they have had a continuing dialogue. So what that should tell you is, right, your mark, as it's been explained to me, is empowered to do whatever he thinks he needs to do. Right. And his constituency will back him up on that. Yeah. So if Gonzaga's like, yeah, let's do it, it's done. It is done. If Brett Yormark offers you membership, it is done. Yeah. On the flip side of that, you look at Colorado. Colorado is not doing a public vote. They're not taking a public vote until it's all signed, sealed, and delivered. Right. They are. They basically, basically already know where they're going, in my opinion. If Colorado is leaving, and I am, I am again, not convinced Colorado is going to the Big 12. I am not convinced of that. But if Colorado's leaving, the meeting they had today, which our people told us today, nothing significant happened there. Yeah, They had a behind-closed-door conversation about possibilities and, hey, what are we looking at? What are, you know, what are the, like a what pros are the and options? cons? Yeah. A, exactly. A pros and cons. How do you guys want to operate here? Yeah. That's what this was about. And from what I understand, they also talked about the Deion Sanders prayer thing and... That was really the extent of it. Yeah. But Colorado isn't, and this is UCLA. Colorado is trying to avoid what UCLA went through. Hey, we're, we're uh, see you guys, we're going to the Big 12. Nah, no, you're not. We're going to have a bunch of hearings and meetings, and <laughs> we're going to decide what we want you to do. Basically, we're going to waste a bunch of your time and then tell you you can't do anything. That's what you're trying to avoid here. Yeah. That's what you're trying to avoid here. Yeah. And I think that's what you're seeing. That's what. That's exactly what you're seeing here. Um, let's get a couple of you guys. Your comments are unbelievable. Thank you so much. Please hit the like button. All 300 of you. If you have not hit the like button, please do that. Gabriel says my source is equal. Trust me, bro. I think in a lot of cases they do. And the thing that I, I always tell people is hold us accountable to the things we report. They live forever on YouTube. I think you guys know that mm-hmm. if you're listening to us on our audio podcast on Spotify or anywhere you get a podcast, go to our YouTube channel, the Monty show, just search the Monty show on Google, all of it will pop up. Yep. All of our stuff is there. We only report it in our, our Instagram members only group or on this show. Yeah. And that's why we don't we don't break news, sources say every day on our show. We because it doesn't work that way. So there's a lot of people out there that are trust me, bro. I would agree with that. Hold people accountable. Um, let's see. Tom Du Bois says exactly these are decades long uh, impacting decisions that can take a year or more to be decided on. But I think you also have a situation in the Pac-12 where you're very much at a tipping point. This this week at the, the Pac-12 tournament is going to be nasty. Yep. I'm just telling you, this meeting, there. if anybody is telling you, hey, we're all unified, kumbaya and shit. We're moving forward together, guys. I, I, I'm telling you it's not. Yeah. I'm telling you it is not. It is not. Uh, this hour is show presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. And again, 
I know every day somebody says, do they still have marinara meatballs? You're damn right they do. And they are spectacular. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Actually, I do the meatballs and marinara. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Order now at papamurphys.com. There you go. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Uh, Make sure that you, you know, Use the promo code MOTSY25. Get the meatball marinara. I'm telling Bomb, you, dude. pizza, meatball marinara, and get the take and bake chocolate chip cookies because they are absolutely worth your time on the Motsy Show. Presented by the Advocates, utahadvocates.com. If you've been in a wreck, make sure you get to theadvocates.com. I still have a lot of fears and anxiety about driving. My name is Satsunama. And last year, I was in two car accidents in the same intersection, neither of which were my fault. I was hurt pretty bad. It's been really hard to have my kids get in the car because you can drive as careful as you want to drive, but you can't control what other people do. So when the advocates stepped in, it really took off a lot of stress. I can rely on the advocates, and I know that they will treat me like I'm a person, like I deserve to be helped. There you go. Brought to you by the advocates. Uh, utahadvocates.com. Okay, see. Theadvocates.com. Things are happening now. The phone's <laughs> ringing, like, the, the the mixer's doing its thing. The phone's ringing, like, we're getting up that, like, things are in motion. Things to be happening. This is how it happens with college football, dude. Things just happen, yeah, the, bro. You know, the phone's ringing. People you know. trying to get in touch and with stuff, your boy. And, no. The DMs are coming yeah. in. Uh, on the Monty Show, presented by the Advocates. If you're just tuning into the show today, a little bit of breaking news, interesting comments from Brett Yormark uh, at the uh, Big 12 Basketball Tournament. Um, a couple of things that are really important. Uh, this bite I'm about to play from Brett here, I think is critically important because I think it illustrates the differences between George Klyovkov, the commissioner of the Pac-12, and in this bite, Brett Yormark, the commissioner of the Big 12. Listen to the ease with which he speaks listen to how smooth he is listen to how prepared brett yormark is when he's talking about conference business and then the third you know priority for me has been to explore expansion for all the right reasons as i've said before it's got to be additive it's got to be accretive um, but we are focused on it and we're exploring every and all possibility and i say that um, while also saying that I love the composition, the makeup of this conference going forward. I love the four new schools that are coming in in July, the continuing eight. I think we're in a great place. But if there's a chance to get better, it's incumbent on me as the commissioner to explore those possibilities. And that's exactly what I'm doing. And then the... Very deliberately. And I I think that's one of the things that's so critical is the deliberate nature that he speaks with tells you pretty much all you need to know about about Brett Yormark, and that is that he is well-prepared, he is confident, and he knows exactly what the message is coming out of the Big 12. Yeah. And when you listen to him speak, you, you have a certain level of confidence. And when he talks about, hey, I know what we need, I know who we are and where we are, and I love the four members coming, like everything that he said there was well-prepared. Yeah thought through, it's messaging, it's mantra. You never, ever, trust me, as I have done public speaking for the better part of my adult life, you never speak off the top of your head. You just don't. 
Because you look at what Brett Yormark is saying. Everybody's listening. That's going to be on SportsCenter tonight. That's going to be on national radio tomorrow. It's going to be on national radio tonight. It's going to be all across the country. Where Brett Yormark talks about in this fight right here, and I apologize ahead of time. It's cell phone video from a, a press conference, and it is brutal. But listen to Brett Yormark talk about Gonzaga basketball. I like Gonzaga, obviously, a great program. Um, you know, my focus right now is to see what happens throughout our industry. You know, there's, there's a lot of moving parts, and um, I continue to have conversations with Gonzaga, but I think as I prioritize what our next move might be in expansion, there's other things right now that I'm focused on. I mean, that is just unequivocal. And again, I don't mind sticking my tail feather up. I don't mind telling you, we're the only ones reporting it. We've had the Gonzaga has a verbal offer to join the Big 12 since last Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock. In how many, 100 comments on my Twitter feed? You guys are stupid. Gonzaga's not going to the, they're going to the Pac-12. They're, okay. You just had the commissioner, arguably the most powerful and influential commissioner in college football today. Today. Because of where he is and what they're trying to do. George... Klyovkov might be the least influential. Brett Yormark very likely will shape the next iteration of college sports realignment. Mm -hmm. He's got that much pull. And he just sat up on a dais and by name called out Gonzaga. By the way, did you hear that? Yeah. Where he called out Gonzaga. Yeah. You know. Our, our mixer, by the way, is not working. Right now it's frozen, so we can't play drops. Sorry. So, so Jake is very upset about that. Yeah, that's a fact so of life sometimes. So. We either go dark for 30 seconds or we don't play drops. Yeah. But um, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want us to have no audio yeah, for mean, 30 it's, seconds? It's going to be I mean, us literally sitting here resetting this thing for probably 30 seconds to a know. minute. Um, it, it, it's just crazy to me that Brett Yormark is this good already. I mean, it's. It, it's crazy. He's operating. Um, Matt Hartley says, your mark knows how to pronounce Gonzaga, but has no clue how to say program. Facts. See, I mean, it's, Facts, it's unbelievable. Facts. It's unbelievable, you know? Uh, Capazzo, a member of the program, says, I'm upset it's time to go dark. Yeah, do we need a quick darkness <laughs> retreat on the program? <laughs> go dark. No joke. It's worth it. Okay. Okay, we're doing it. Where's the power plug? Uh, right here. Pull it. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Hello, I can hello. see it in your eyes. Okay, I am now plugging the drops back in. You should see? be able to hear us. Technology, Matt Hartley. 
Hartley says rip. Rip the Monty you show. You should be able to hear us, baby. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Devin Pohl says, guys, it's way too early to be doing crack. Well, you know what? I can sing really well. And so when I sing, we know what happens, right? Stay hard. Yeah, we know. Congratulations. No. But that's bullshit. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. See, we're back. You're a dude. We're, ba- we're back. <laughs> We're back, baby. <laughs> okay, got to catch go. up here. All John right. Famlor says it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. It Gonzaga. was not that bad. Gonzaga. Um, so it's good to be back. Make sure, since we are back, make sure you hit the uh, thumbs up. Uh, as we talk about Big 12, Pac-12 expansion. Um, and again, I think, I think you guys know by now, anytime we talk about college football on this show, it is presented by our good friends at Barbecue Pit Stop. BBQPitStop.com. Make sure you shop online anywhere you are. They're the best in the business. They have a chat box on their website or in the great state of Utah, Logan, Layton, Lehigh, St. George, the Jeezy, or our good friends on State Street in Murray. Anytime you hear Barbecue Pit Stop, just think about the best equipment in barbecue. Traeger, Big Green Egg, Yoder, and of course, Camp Chef 2. But if you need your flavor knuckles, asado seasoning, whatever you need, they've got it at Barbecue Pit Stop, BBQ Pit Stop, dot com uh tom dubay says what are you hearing about uconn and other big east schools in these discussions nothing right now and a a lot of people have asked this and i've asked repeatedly and i think what you're seeing is that the big 12 is being very deliberate they're trying to i think they're trying to you know reseed their own grass before they worry about others or expanding their front lawn to be a landscaping analogy show Uh, but I think they're I think they are more focused on the Western time zone. I mean, they they Brett Yormark has said repeatedly, we want that fourth time zone. He's got West Virginia. He's got the central time zone. He's got the mountain time zone. He needs somebody in that Western time zone. Gonzaga gives him that to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think if you look around, you know, I still maintain San Diego State's one of the more interesting, uh, you know, additions here. I, I think. Of the free agents, free agents, if you will, I think San Diego State is far more valuable, far more of a must win for the Pac-12 than it is for the Big 12. Yeah, well, and I just think, you know, San Diego State is that is just an opportunity. Like set all set all the the on the field, on the court, on the baseball field, like all that aside. Like let's set, you know, athletic performance aside. Just in the in the way you do business, you need that presence in yeah. Southern California. And, and with all due respect to Gonzaga, I think that San Diego State gives you baseball and basketball. San Diego State checks both boxes. Now, obviously, they're not a P5 program, so, you know, that's kind of an interesting thing. But I think, you know, Gonzaga is is just a basketball proposition to me. And, and I've always said this, said it last week and the week before, Gonzaga's always been a cherry on top proposition for the Big 12, meaning that, that yes, they are a priority, but there are bigger fish to fry right now, meaning that, that yeah, they're on the priority list, but they're like fifth or sixth on the priority list. Right now, you need to figure out how exactly you're going to expand and if it's going to be the cute little slogan of the four corner schools or if you're just going to go after someone like San Diego State and leave the pack alone. Well, and then if you did San Diego State, does that then mean that you're in a much stronger position to go ahead and get Gonzaga while you wait for the pack to melt down? I, I, I don't. What would be the motives of, of getting a San Diego State? Now, you guys know I'm a huge advocate for San Diego State. 
San Diego State, I think, is much better off in the Pac-12 or in the Mountain West. I just think if you put San Diego State in the Big 12, I think the climb, Mm -hmm. I I, I just don't know how do you thrive athletically in the Big 12. Yeah, but but I think for San Diego State, you're stepping up. So it's more money, it's more opportunity. And and I I get that. I totally understand that. You know, you made a point the other day about Nebraska in the Big 10, like just being a bottom of the league. They're irrelevant. Like money, money sucker, basically. Like, hey, we're just going to make our money. You'll never hear from us. We're going to go know. get our ass kicked so that we get top-tier money. Now, yeah. having said that, look at all these years later now. They've got Matt Rule. They've seemingly, Trevor Alberts has got his hands all over the football program and feels like they're moving in the right direction. We'll see, yeah. right? But if you're San Diego State, who's your Matt Rule? <laughs> like, you, you are, in my opinion in a really good spot where you are, but it's not like you're winning the conference. Right. It's not like you're dominating the Mountain West. My fear for San Diego State is that you are going to get used and abused and you are going to be irrelevant. And I think that that school, that fan base deserves significantly better than that because I could see them competing in the Pac-12. I just don't know how, especially, and they have got a great home court in basketball. They've got a beautiful new football stadium. I mean, it's San Diego, man. Like, it, it is really tough to beat. Mm-hmm. Really tough to beat. But are you ever going to be able to recruit with a BYU, with a, you know, mid, think mid-table in the Big 12? I'm not talking about, yeah, I'm not talking about the TCUs of the world or mid-table, right? Are you ever going to be able to recruit with, you should be able to out-recruit Kansas football, right? Maybe. 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 I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But you look at Oklahoma State, you're never going to recruit in football with Oklahoma State. You're, you're, you're never doing that. You, you're, you're not going to be able to recruit in, in football with the Houstons and the TCUs and the Texas Techs. You're just not going to recruit at that level. Yeah, next question. So are you really going to be able to compete at the top of a conference to make yourself the money outside of the baseline $31 million? <laughs> That's the only thing I, can, I have concern about with San Diego State. Academics, location, what they bring in Southern California, what they the damage they do to the Pac-12. If you're the Big 12, I see all of that. Right. The question is, and this is why I think that San Diego State has been so calm and so quiet, because I think they need to think about long-term viability of athletics. Because if you join a conference and you're irrelevant for 10, 15 years, you know how hard it is to dig out of that hole? You know how hard that is to dig out of that hole? I mean, yeah. it is, dude. And by the way, by the way, how much money are you really going to get? Because just, most, most people believe that yeah. a G5, a, a Mountain West team like San Diego State, you're certainly not going to make your $31 million, especially not out the gate. So the question becomes, and, and sources have in, you know, felt pretty confident that Fox and ESPN will pay more and I, I think the question really is Fox. Will Fox pay for San Diego State? And the answer is I think they, they will pay partly. ESPN's not going to up their ante on a G5. They, I mean, you have that bullet point in the, in the pro rata for a reason, in the contract for a reason. But I can tell you right now that Fox has already agreed to pay more for Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. But Gonzaga is a different proposition than San Diego State. I, yeah. I think there's a lot to think about here. 
I am a big, big supporter of San Diego State Athletics. I believe in what they're doing. But I think it's going to be very difficult for them to thrive in the Big 12. Yeah, dude. I think it's going to be very difficult. And I'm just I'm just keeping it real. And Glenn, yeah. San Diego State, a member of the program. Glenn, I'd love your thoughts on that, man. Because you're our San Diego State dude, I, expert. But, but let's we can't just skip over this fact, though. I, I'm not disputing they wouldn't get 31 and a half a year if they were to go to the Big 12. I'm not disputing that. But let's not forget, you're, you're talking about these schools getting $3 million on their current TV deal in the mountain. Like... So yeah. even if you were to go from three million to fifteen million, that's a ma- I mean, what is that? Uh, what about four and a half times? I mean, that's a massive, massive increase. Like, yeah. so for me, like, yeah, you probably would get the absolute crap beat out of you for a couple of years. Yeah, you probably would. But at the same time, the school is going to be incredibly healthy. This badass new football stadium you just built is actually going to get seen on TV. Like. Like to me, I just it makes don't, sense. I don't see him adding San Diego State in the Big 12. That's just my opinion. Um, I know that they have considered it and had conversations with, but I yep. think San Diego State would love nothing more than to get an invitation into the Pac-12 and exist at that level. And I think that the same logic applies. That's what I'm saying. For San Diego State, I would just be trying to get as paid, paid as much money as I possibly could. Big 12 or Pac-12, who, like whatever. I think, I think they are a fit in the Pac-12. I don't think they're a fit in any way, shape, or form in the Big 12. And I'm not trying to knock San Diego State. I'm not. But I, I, I think that's the reality. Of, I say the same thing about Fresno State. I say the same thing about UNLV. UNLV is not a fit in the Big 12. Fresno State is not a fit in the Big 12. They're not. There are very few small city ecosystems that fit in the Big 12. Right. Like Again, Boise State's one we always hear about. I'm not convinced that you can that you can recruit to <laughs> Boise State at a level that will make you significant academically and athletically. But I think, you know, the difference between San Diego and Boise is obviously San Diego, right? Like Southern California. I think but that... Can, Sa- can San Diego State Athletics... I mean, the point-blank question is, can San Diego State Athletics recruit to a level of a mid-table Big no. 12 team? No. No. But do they need to? And, yes. and this is kind of... Well, Why? Though. Because I think at some point you have to be somebody other than Vandy or but, but you have yeah, to be I'm somebody to be other than ass, Northwestern. But do you? Because Vandy just chills, right? Like Vandy's yeah. a good example. But San Diego State actually prides itself on athletics. You just invested tens and hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. in Snapdragon. I mean, that's a that complex is a it's massive yeah. investment. Mm-hmm. If there's 13 people there to watch games, I mean, you have to be in a place where you can actually be relevant to your fan base when you have that much of an investment in your community. But I, but see, yeah, yeah, maybe I'm missing the boat on this. I just feel like if, if I was to say to a fan base, okay, new facilities, everything's beautiful. Come watch our games. We're going to the big 12. Somehow if that ever got worked out. And, and again, I'm not saying that they have an invite. I'm not right, saying right, that right, right, they're yeah. going to the Big 12. But I'm just saying, like, if in a hypothetical world, Big 12 or Pac-12, hey, we're going to a P5 conference. You're telling me that people wouldn't show up for that the first year? Like, that you wouldn't Right, be... but it's, it is it is not the first year, Jake. If, yeah. if San Diego State somehow, and I don't think they are, joins the Big 12, and your, your home games, right, your, your, nine, your nine conference games, you get, let's say you get five home games. 
I mean, if Houston, BYU, let's say Oklahoma State, let's say TCU, people are going to show up for those games. Mm -hmm. They're going to show up for those games. The question becomes, how many of them are willing to go on the road? The question becomes in year four, when you've won two conference games a year for the last three years, and K-State's coming to San Diego. How many Aztec fans are showing up for K-State football? Now, you want to bring Kansas basketball to, you know, Viejas? Okay, great. You want to bring in Gonzaga basketball? Great. That level? Great, 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 great. I can see that. Football, the problem is football, you're not going to make gate. You're not probably going to be on TV. It's, it's just not a, I don't know. What do you, th- so Colorado, 1-11, and 11, completely irrelevant the last. Completely irrelevant. 10 years? Yep. They're getting 50,000 fans a game at their football stadium in 2021-2022. So, yeah, I, don't, I have never looked at their attendance. But, but I'm using them as an example because they're a completely irrelevant team, or have been until this point, in a P5, and nobody wants to go and play there. I'd be really curious to see how many fans actually put their ass in a seat. I can't believe you're getting 50,000 fans in a Colorado Buffalo game, yeah. football game. Yeah, dude. Man, if that's the case, I mean, they must be given 94% out. 94% capacity. They must be given out free doobage because I have no idea. Like, what do you, well, I don't know. What are you there to see? What do you, I don't know what but you're there. Like this, I but, could see them getting 50. 50 but, I, they're going to be sold out this year. I could that I could see to but, see Hunter yeah. and Shador and Dion like they're going to be sold out this year. They were one in eleven last year. You can't tell me they had fifty thousand asses in their seats. Like, am I crazy for that? I don't know. Maybe I am. Sport, um, I mean, in in twenty nineteen, and again, I know that wasn't last year, but they've been irrelevant, right? We all yeah, agree on that. Yes, they have. Sports Illustrated. This isn't the Pac twelve site. This this is an independent outlet saying in in twenty nineteen. They averaged 50,898 fans a game at Folsom Field. Like, 94% capacity. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. And, and I'm not saying San Diego State is Colorado, right? No, not it's at all. It's a totally different market, like, different sentiment. Okay, great. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. Stay in the mountain if you want to. <laughs> Stay in the mountain if you want to. I'm not staying in a G5 if I can play in a P5. I'm not. Yeah. It's very interesting. MJB set 93 gives us a $5 tip to say who are the PAC 12 leaders stuck on academic reputation of the athletic conferences? Well, I can tell you certainly Stanford Cal. I we've been told repeatedly Utah has real reservations about leaving that group. Colorado has real reservations about leaving that group. Um, although things have changed significantly in Boulder right. when it comes to priorities. But I'm told they are still hesitant. So those four right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you when you look at Washington and Oregon, I think certainly Washington probably a lot more than Oregon. But I've only been told uh, Stanford, Cal... Um, Utah and Colorado are very reticent to, to leave the Pac-12 because of their affiliations academically. <coughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that. How does San Diego State make the academic cut? Another part of the conversation. I don't know if they do. 
In the Pac-12, I think you have no choice. If you could get San Diego State, it's a must. It's a must. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you're talking about survivability. Like this, this is, to be cliche on purpose, this is an existential crisis in the Pac-12. A crisis of existence for that conference. San Diego State delivers you a revenue stream. Far less of a revenue stream for the Big 12. A pretty significant revenue stream for the Pac-12. They are ranked number 72 among public universities, and they are ranked 151 among all national universities in the country. I mean, are you questioning whether or not San Diego State's a pretty good school? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think if you're questioning San Diego State academics, I think you're you either don't know or I think you're asking me a genuine question, which I hope you are. Patrick Bourne says San Diego State and academic must uh, socialistic blasphemy. No, I think San Diego State is not an academic must. Nah, it is a it is a revenue must. It's a geographic must. It is. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, Roger Sales, a member of the program, says San Diego is a conservative county, doesn't fit the Pac-12 cultural culture requirements. So I think it does. Yeah. What do you? I think like, it does. Yeah. I, I mean, it, yeah. the I think the political landscape of the Pac-12 is all over the place. How does Oregon fit? How does Washington? How does Seattle, Washington, fit into Los Angeles? Into, I mean, trust me, I lived in the Bay Area. I can tell you that Seattle and San Francisco are very different cities. Very different cities, in my opinion. Spangler says, uh, K-State football program is top tier as much as I hate to admit it. It is. It is. But are they consistently top tier? I mean, they are now. They had a really good year last year. But are, are they consistently? I mean, they've been up and down. Um, they've been up and down. Uh, Ryan Fair says, the Pac-12 needs to invite Grossmont Community College with San Diego State. I've heard Grossmont is very much, <laughs> really, they're hanging on. They're hanging on for a SWAC invite. So, you know. Yeah. You know. You know. Hartley says, that's a Big 12 resume. JC says, Brett Yormark is going to recruit Modern Day High School to get that SoCal footprint. Well, look. <laughs> Modern Day. Modern Day puts out quarterbacks. I mean, I hear that, uh, you know, Modern Day... Uh, Esperanza, you know, uh, Capistrano. Yeah, don't forget Capo. Um, you know, they're yeah. all competing for that spot. You know. Trust um, me, bro, told me. San Diego State says if you live outside of San Diego uh, and want to attend, you damn near need a 4.0. Yeah. Yeah. It is competitive. So I'm saying, I don't, it's not really like the academic side of the Pac 12 thing is very much relevant, but when it comes to San Diego State, they're a requirement geographically. I mean, you're yeah. going to have to figure out if you want to add them. It is a requirement to exist, in my opinion. You, you can't, and to all of the people barking up the Fresno tree, what has Fresno State really accomplished for you? Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know either. With all due respect to the Bulldogs, I mean, you're just, you don't check the geographic box. You don't check, in my opinion, the athletic box. With all due respect. You don't check the alumni box. You don't check the revenue stream box. All due respect. I mean, I, it, it just is. I it's don't, not there. I, 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 the it factor is not there. Right? If I wanted, I, I mean, I could go and get Boise, who is, who is building unbelievable facilities. Yeah. Boise State. Like, I, I can get you a toe. 
right? right? Like, I can get you a toe. That toe would be Boise, not Fresno. That's right. And I know all the Bulldog fans come out of the woodwork every time I say that. pissed. You know. Uh, Kelly Parks, good afternoon. Colorado went from 1-11 and and ranked 20th in in the BR Top 25. Dion is playing. Hey. But this is what we talked about to start the show. If you're just tuning in this afternoon here on the Monty Show, this hour of the show presented by our good friends at Bucked Up Energy. Make sure... That you get to Bucked Up Energy. Use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off your purchase at Bucked Up Energy. If you're near a Bucked Up Energy store here in Utah, make sure you walk in and say, hey, I heard about you guys on that awesome, huge Mondo, biggest sports talk show in, in, in Utah. Give me a free can of Bucked Up Energy. MONTY says Miami. Big shout out to my guy, Lauren. Went into Maverick this morning in St. George. The Jeezy. Got himself a... I don't think he's in St. George. A couple hours south, I think you told me. Got himself a bucked up Miami. Love you, dude. Oh boy. Love you, Lauren, a longtime listener of the show. But go into any bucked up store, tell them, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show. They'll give you a free can of bucked up energy. But what I'm telling you to do is go check out the links in the description of this YouTube show. Go check them out. They're giving away three free samples. And if I haven't told you, if I have not evangelized enough about this here shaker cup, it is the best shaker cup I've ever owned. I mean, it is phallically huge. Stay hard. It is huge. Yidge. Uh, but it is also fantastic. Can you it? I, they're durable. I love the fact that the uh, blender ball, and I think I've shown you guys this before, but the little mixer metal ball things uh, are attached to a post, right? So the post is attached to the lid, so you don't like Uncle me. Real. And yes, every day somebody says, you didn't really drop your blender balls down the garbage you're supposed to. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Not in this cup I didn't because they're attached. I yep. love it. And they'll give you three free samples. Get your, get their electrolytes. Get All of their pre-workouts are off Do the it. charts. Do it. At Bucked Up, just click the uh, link in the description of this here podcast. Uh, let's see. Greg Romano says, David Carr, Greg Romano's sister also graduated from Fresno State. Okay. David Carr's a stud. He was a punching bag. Uh, James Knight, how about showing off the new addition to the program, lads? What do you mean? I'm guessing that's a sign reference. Oh, you guys, you guys want to see the, uh, you guys want to see the new equipment? Hey, hello. How about that? Yeah, we got some neon for you. Brand new signage in our studios here at the Maverick Center. Um, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And you know what, man? It is, it is so much fun. Uh, when people come to the to the showroom and they they see the studio and Friday night, I'd love you guys to all come oh, by yeah. and see it. We're having the Big Five O Birthday Bash presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza and um, Bucked Up. Max uh, Tooley from BYU, Brand Keithy from Utah are going to be here. Like it's just going to be freaking spectacular, you guys. I yeah. mean, it is. It Mini is mini golf. You know, full catering, Mexican food spread. Like you know. Yeah, it's going to be unbelievable. It is, yeah. Oh, by the way, there's a great hockey game as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, look at that. Hey! Boom! See, if we hadn't had our darkness retreat, Bruce wouldn't have got his little chime when he became a new member of the program. Bruce Christie, the latest member of the showgram. Uh, we now have multiple tiers of membership. Program. You can join for $1.99. That gets you the chat icon. We shout you out, Bruce Christie the fourth. Appreciate you joining the program. For $9.99, you get into our members-only Instagram group, which gets you all of our inside information. 
Love it, man. Fat Jesus says, uh, can you sh- uh, stop talking about balls in a cup? Yeah, sorry, bro. My Whatever. Bad. My bad. Fat Jesus, we're going to see you a week from tomorrow. That's right. Fat Jesus asked me what he should wear to dinner because we're doing a, uh, a dinner with, our, you, with dude, some of our Phoenix. Your name is Jesus. Don't yeah. you wear Jesus walk sandals? I told him, put on your Burkies, put yeah. on a little linen robe. Yeah. We'll see, what, we'll see well, you like, at Oregano. Like I would expect you to have a beard with a long mane, dude. What are we talking about? <laughs> see, see Kaufman says... Uh, Jake's going to be pulling it out again. Yeah. Uh, do you, was that an invitation? <laughs> exactly right. Pied Piper. What's up, Pied Piper? What's up, when is dude? the Phoenix dinner? The Phoenix dinner is a week from tomorrow, next Thursday night, 7 o'clock, Oregano's in Scottsdale. DM, DM Jake, Pied yeah. Piper, if you want to if you, if you yeah. go, please join us. DM Jake on Instagram, uh, SLC Jake. He'll hook you up with that. Uh, all the details of that. We'd love to have you, Pipe Piper. Um, any any of our, I know we have a big listenership in Phoenix, or at least they tell us, you know, we do from our time at the crappy radio station. Whatever. In the Valley of the Not Sunny. Um, but I know we have a huge contingent here on YouTube from Phoenix. Uh, it's one of our top markets on the show. Yeah, it's top tier. Obviously, Utah is our biggest market. We're the biggest sports talk show in Utah. But, you know, you guys, we're pushing half a million views a month on this show now. Mm-hmm. Like it, did you, did and you that's what YouTube what tells us, bro. Half a million views a month. Thanks. Like it's incredible I to remember, watch this show grow. Dude, I remember when we were getting 10 views a show. Yeah, it's crazy. Like a showgram. It's crazy. Uh, Ryan Fair says the 199 is the Married with Children membership. It is. Facts. And you know what, you and guys? there's nothing wrong with that, bro. We love you. If yeah. you're paying $1.99 a month to this show, it means the world to us. Stay hard. It means the world to us. Yes. Geoff uh, says white robe, sandals, maybe let the hair be shaggy. It's all good. Exactly. In right. God's name, image, and likeness. Mike P says breathing heavy, Jake pulling it out. <sighs> Stop it. Uh, JC, Fresno State mopped up K-State last time they played. What's your point? Okay. Again, I'm not saying. Fresno State fans get salty. If you are Brett Yormark or George Klyovkov, right? San Diego State's the six-foot blonde. She's got abs. She squats like three days a week, Right? And she's not really interested in cardio, but she does it because she knows she needs it. My fucking ass. Right? She lives by herself. She's independent, but she knows she she needs a man. Fresno State is the, you know, she doesn't really work out. Um, You know, she colors her own hair at home. Right? You Um, know. um, It's fine. She's like, she's like five, three and a brunette. It's fine. It's fine. You're, I mean, you're happy. She's a great person. Um, she's not a six foot blonde. My wife, my wife is going to punch me in the face when I get home for that. Dude. Anyway, I'll uh, drop that. You know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, um, let's go. Teddy Wayman says late to the show. Sup y'all. What's the up? The tile king of Utah. 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 Teddy Wayman, the tile king of Utah. Good to see you. Um, Pied Piper says, congrats on the recent growth, guys. It's been awesome, Pied. Appreciate that. 801 West Valley, it's all the Pac-12 talk. That's not true, bro. We talked NBA today. Yeah, I don't think so. Sean says, LOL. Mr. Preston, what's up? The car guy. Hello, Teddy. Dude, it's snowing. Yeah, it's absolutely dumping, bro. 
Shut up. Nah, yeah. There was a lot of reports that we were going to get snow squalls for the commute home, and it's definitely come true. Um, uh, um, I, I love the um, You guys, I snowboard. Um, I have a season pass. Like, I love snowboarding. I am ready for it to stop snowing. And we haven't even talked about what shoes you're wearing today. And I don't even live in California, bro. Do you see what's going on in California? Like Tahoe? Oh, Mammoth? yeah, dude. Dude, they can't even breathe, dude. It, it, what, this weather's crazy. It's crazy. McKinley Cutler. I remember when the subscriber count was in the hundreds. Yes, dude. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It is Teddy Wayman gifting five people Teddy, memberships. Teddy, my guy. Let me whip it out again. Let's Stop go. It. Stop it. <laughs> Damn it. Stop it. Um, let's see. Uh, Jazz Perch One was gifted a membership by Teddy Wayman. Sparsh M was gifted a membership by Teddy Wayman. Mike M was gifted a membership by Teddy Wayman. 801 West Valley was gifted hey. a membership by Teddy Wayman. Let's go. Let's go. Appreciate you, Tate. Dude, so does that mean that's 20 gifted memberships today? Because people were saying that earlier in the show, because Teddy just showed up, Greg gifted 15 memberships. Yeah. And now Teddy's done five, which would mean that's 20. Yeah, this is crazy, you guys. Absolutely riot that you can gift memberships now. You guys are amazing. I mean, and I'm not even trying to be like, I'm not even trying to be like, you know, weird guy. It is so humbling where this show has been and to where it is now. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm sitting here, you know, like looking at our subscriber count, we're at 13,419 subscribers right now. We, this show, you guys. and I know we have a lot of new people, so that's why I'm telling the story. Sorry if it's repetitive for the long timers, but this show started in a loft in what? Phoenix? In 2015 in Phoenix. No, in Walnut Creek. Weren't we doing it in Walnut Creek? Were we doing it in Walnut Creek? But then we moved to Salt Lake, so we really weren't doing it. Yeah. And then we, it really in earnest started in 2015 in Phoenix. Yeah. And we've done, what is this, show 904? Yeah. Devin Pohl gifted a membership by Teddy Wayman. Let's go. Unbelievable. I mean, you guys, this is crazy. Yeah, dude. Absolutely crazy. insane. Uh, Dallin Sproul says, just join back on. What's up, Dallin Sproul? Appreciate Good to you, see Dan. you. Appreciate you. Mike P says, okay, the real question is, is the NHL really going to try Atlanta again? Dude. They're definitely going to expand, but I don't think it's going to be I Atlanta. I don't think it's going to be. No, it's not going to be I Atlanta, don't. I don't think. I don't. Uh, Cougar Tracks. To infinity and beyond. Thank you, sir. A member of the show. Teddy says, been waiting to be able to gift memberships to your show. Have you been That's able nice to do it with other shows? Yeah. I, we, like, is this a new feature that our channel got that we're not aware of? Yeah. I, I, Greg, Greg Hawkins rolled in here and started doing it yesterday. It's wild to yeah. me. Yeah. It is wild to me. Wayne Gerbach says, in a van down by the river. Yeah, bro. That's kind of what it was, dude. Like, you're not, you're not, <laughs> you're, not wrong. you're not wrong, dude. Like, that's low key dude, what it was. In a van down by the river. The, the flipping memories that come up on Facebook of us are hysterical. I want to live in a van down by dude. the river. It's crazy. Uh, J W Jason Spangler, what are you guys going to have uh, to work to do? You guys are going to have work to do once realignment's over. Lucky for you, that won't be for over 300 years exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we, we, we made our name on this show in the NBA. Yeah. 
Um, and we just talk a ton of football. We talk a ton of NFL. We talk a ton of college football. I mean, I think that, you know, to be honest with you, I, I, I love the tongue-in-cheek joke there because you're not technically wrong. But, but yeah, we made our name on the Rudy Gobert trade. Once we broke that news first, we had it by, like, two weeks. Like, we were way out in front of that thing. And then, and then everyone was like, oh, yeah, you guys don't hate Rudy Gobert. You were actually right. And we were like, yeah, yeah. And then we've had a couple of nice successes along the way. And, you know, with the help of YouTube being what YouTube is, because frankly, YouTube is an absolute beast of a platform, you start to grow. And honestly, like, you know, Monty came up with this idea to roll out the $1.99 membership, and I loved it. And I was like, yeah, dude, you know what? We've had a lot of people ask, like, hey, could you do a lower tier? Because right now with, you know, inflation and everything going on and, and people having kids and life and you, you know how it is, like, you know, people wanted to join, but they didn't want it to be 10 bucks a month. And I totally respect and understand that. And that's why we did that. Yeah. Yeah. So appreciate everybody that's, that's joining. I don't care how much you pay. Yeah. Just being here every day is amazing. It really helps us grow. And by I, the I'm way, the, the, I'm not even like, it's not a stretch or a joke or some cute little thing to say. The membership money absolutely was a big chunk of the event we're putting on Friday night. So yeah, I mean, this event on Friday night is you wouldn't believe me if I told you how much it costs anyways, but it, it is thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars, but it's worth it because you guys take such good care of us. It's crazy. Dallin Sproul says, uh, nice to see everyone loving and being a nice community. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. I know several people who met on our show that do business together now. It's crazy. It is crazy. We have Everybody from actor, model, Greg Hawkins to legitimately the tile king of Utah and Teddy Wayman. You need tile done? Teddy Wayman's the best tile guy I know. Yeah. He does work in my house. He's going to do work in my house next Thanks. week. Like, we, Wayman Brothers Construction has done projects for listeners on this show. 100%. It's crazy. Look at the guys that bucked up. Legit. The guy at Bucked Up, we talked to some of the guys at Bucked Up. Like, yeah, we don't do radio, man. Like, this, like we're not on the radio. We're on streaming and we're like, <coughs> and you guys have absolutely, every time, do you guys realize that every time you order a free sample or every time you go into a bucked up store um, or every time you send me a picture of you drinking bucked up, do you know how much that helps our show? Or if you send me a picture of your Papa Murphy's pizza or going to quick quack car wash or barbecue pit stop, barbecue pit stop, barbecue pit stop. Um, you know, people that are, that are out there getting, you know, sending us pictures of their Traeger smokers. People sending us screenshots, talking to the advocates on the chat bot when they had an incident. That's amazing. It makes a huge difference for us. Like we, we had a, a, again, my guy, Lauren Miller sent me a picture of him this morning and it's a great picture of him in his car. And he said, Hey Monty just went into Maverick and got myself a Miami bucked up because you talked about it on the show. Yeah, dude. Do you know how flattering that is that you guys spend your money? So us doing a huge event like we're doing Friday with Brant Keithy from Utah and with Max Tooley from BYU and this huge spread of Mexican food. This I'm telling you, the indoor golf thing, the, the mini golf thing, you guys are going to gonna be It's going to be amazing, that. dude. You're going to be tripping on that. It, it, and then we picked one of, our, one of our people, and I'm not going to tell you who. Yeah. One of our people, the Stanley Cup's going to show up at somebody's house Friday night. And we're going to be there. <laughs> And it's going to be awesome. The and we're not saying who Stanley it is. Stanley Cup is yeah, going to somebody's house. Yep. Uh, do you, From the program. Uh, like, that's crazy. I cannot believe it. Yeah. And it's, 
who'd have thought that, you know, the two hacks on YouTube, they don't know shit, man. Yeah. Yet here we are with pushing half a million views and we're bringing the Stanley Cup to somebody's house. By the way, by the way, I'm good with it. I'm happy with it. I hope everyone in this town thinks we're hacks and do nothing. Great. Great. You keep doing you. We'll keep doing us. Do it. We'll, We'll be in our lane, bro. All right. What did uh, I am anonymous said? Hey, wait, wait a minute. I live in Danville right next to Walnut Creek. Did you really live in Walnut Creek? Yeah, Mount Pisgah Drive in, in Walnut yeah, Creek. Yeah, right by the, uh, what is that, a Vons right there, I think it is? Something like that. And yeah, we you worked at the, the Habit, Starbucks. We went to uh, the Chipotle and the Habit Burger in Los downtown. Lomas, Los Lomas High yeah. School graduate. Los Lomas High School. Let's go, yep. buddy. Many years ago now. Um M, uh, Mike P said Batman said Atlanta is likely. I don't Did see how really? the I don't see how the NHL. If Gary Bettman is talking about freaking Atlanta again, I don't see how that's why Atlanta. That dude? was such a massive, massive failure. Explain that to me. Go Black says just subscribe today. Thanks for some real sports talk. Unlike most of the shows on YouTube. Oh, yeah, you I appreciate sub- you. Why don't you have the subscriber logo next to your name? Yeah, dude. If you're open to it. Yeah. I mean, we're not trying to force anybody. Well, he said he just subscribed today. Yeah. There's the link to subscribe if you guys would like to. But uh, go black. Thanks for being here, dude. We like hearing from you. Jeff says, Dan just gifted 10 more memberships. What? What? Oh, my God. Dan Kinnersley just gifted 10 memberships. So so before we start reading these, quick rundown. My guy, Dan, is is a Texan, I believe. Owns his own business, small business owner, wow. making amazing holsters. If you're in that community, if you like that product, like if if that is of any interest in you, comment, connect with Dan because he can hook you up. That's so, crazy. Let's start playing Dan the chime. Kinnersley, let's go. Let's start playing the chime, baby. Let's go. Yeah, if first. you're not a member, click on it. I don't know how that works, you guys. How does that work that you how does that work that you take advantage of that? Like I, obviously I can't see it. I own the channel, so I yeah, can't, we can't see that. See that. Yeah. But that's incredible. Kinnersley, you're the man, dude. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I that's appreciate incredible. you, man. That's incredible. really awesome. Uh, Big Jack 512 says NHL to Houston. Okay, can you imagine? See, now that Houston would be crazy. With, dude. Can you guys imagine a, a, a Dallas-Houston rivalry in the NHL? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, my God. Dallas does very well. Come on. Houston needs one. Come on. That is That would, that would be unbelievable. Greg Hawkins says Dan Kinnersley with the 10 gifted subs. Dude. Exactly right. Um. Teddy Wayman says, yes, I've been able uh, to on the fantasy sports show that I watch. I knew you guys would get there. So this is a so new this feature is earned, yeah. on our channel. It's earned. Yeah. No it kidding. It is earned. I did not know that. I did not know that. Uh, Christopher Shannon says, dude, Dan, thank you. Let's go. Let's go, baby. That's great. That That's is seriously great. what I love to see, That man. is so good. That is so good. It's just, yeah. That's incredible, bro. This show's crazy. This show is is legitimately crazy. Uh, Gary says Wayman Brothers greater than Lehman Brothers. Lehman Brothers, <laughs> yes, it is. That's exactly right. It is. Wayman Brothers Construction built this studio. Yeah, dude. By the way. The very program is being done in the Wayman studio. Uh, Cody Gilbreth says, thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Matt Ritson says, glad. Watch you, uh, you, you guys pack 12 tournament. Washington State up 17, two minutes uh, Cal with the finish uh, will finish three and twenty nine. Yeah, dude, garbage. Oh. But because they're so good academically, they're relevant. 
Yeah. Because it's garbage. Fat Jesus says, how many points has KD scored his home debut? See, we were talking about this today. Yeah. We were actually trying to talk NBA today and then the yeah. stupid Yormark thing. And Ooh, I'm Brett Yormark. I'm going to talk at the tournament and break news. Oh, oh. you got, this is crazy. Okay. I normally yeah, do not storm do this. Kind of, oh, do I need to move? Oh, no, you're going to use that one. Yeah. yeah. Are, are you serious? Okay. Look at me here. Me? Let's, um, we're, okay, wait, wrong one. I don't know if camera four can see that. Let's use camera three. Hi. Say goodbye to me. Goodbye. Uh, we're going to whip around, and we are going to try and get a shot of the outside. You guys. Bruh. Stop it. Are Bro, you look serious? look at the size of those flakes, though. Are you serious right now with the snow in Utah? Dude. That's insane. That is that is absolutely insane. I Bro, don't even know what you, I don't wild, even know what you say dude. about that. Wild. Look at that snow. Yeah, dude. I can't, and you know what, man? You guys know I love Utah. I'm a diehard Utahan. I, I am looking forward to a little warm weather over the weekend. Yeah. And next week, it's going to be in the 50s here. Hey, look at that, JC. Jordan Clarkson is a member of the program? Everybody, welcome Jordan Clarkson to the membership. Wow. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Oh! Let's go. My mind is blown. That's crazy. Crazy. Dan Kinnersley says it will only allow the gifting on the desktop version, not through the app. Oh, there you go. There you go. No, but look, look what Teddy said right below that. He said he's doing it through the app. Uh, Greg says there's a dollar bill button in below the chat. You can select gifted membership stickers or super chats. No kidding. I didn't even know that. Teddy says, nah, Dan, I gift through the app. Good on Dan. Let's go, Dan. Mike Bardis says. This is so awesome, you guys. This is, I, I just, I love it. I absolutely love this. It is yeah, dude. unbelievable. Um, did, did you really say, what? It's 55 degrees in Western Colorado. Um, okay. It's not in Salt Lake City right now. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you know. It's not in Salt Lake City right now. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Uh, Big Jack says, uh, hashtag NS NHL Houston. Look at Teddy Wayman giving us a $1.49 super sticker. Bro, dude, you're crazy. I appreciate that. Teddy, by the way, Teddy's bringing every one of his 47 cousins to the uh, Big 5-0 birthday bash. <laughs> you know, Teddy, I have uh, a pizza certificate for you on Friday as well. I still owe Teddy a pizza. Yeah. You know. Uh, Preston says, I'm picking up a bucked up just for the drive home. Didn't have blood razz, but mango, mango tango. Mango tango, dude. I'm telling Let's you, it's so good, bro. Let's go. Mango, mango tango. tango is where it's at. Now, it's not Miami, but mango tango definitely gets the job done. And for me, it's second. I mean, I, I've i tried a lot of the flavors in my two, and really our two on the showroom are Miami one, mango tango two, uh, and I, I, I don't even know, like Mrs. Monty has a couple that she likes that aren't those two that I can't remember, but yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. So appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, Preston going and getting that, going and getting that bucked up. Appreciate that. Yeah. I'm talking to <laughs> this, this bright, your mark thing is out of control. Like I've had two people text me during the show saying like, dude, you nailed it on Gonzaga. Congratulations. Yeah, dude. We know. Fat Jesus says uh, 80 degrees on Saturday in Phoenix. Okay, we get it. I know. We get it. In Zaga. They're 80 degrees in Phoenix. Mm. Well, I know what that's like. We're And now again, you want to? You know what's funny, Fat Jesus? I won't be there. <laughs> because <laughs> the Stanley Cup 
is coming to Salt Lake City Friday night. So here's a cool story. Yeah. Real quick. J- wow, look at that. Sean gives us a $15 super sticker, says, great show. Sean, I got your DM. I will add you after the show, bro. Sean, and you're I've amazing. And I've gotten a couple of DMs on Instagram to get people added, so I'll take Thank care of that. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I appreciate that. Wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. Um, <laughs> Lopes Van Gabe says, Johnny Cash. Telling you, man. Lopes Van Gabe, we'll see you next week, too. Looking forward to seeing you again. Lopes Van Gabe came and hung out with us uh, after the BYU-Oregon game. We had a great time. Yeah. Why don't you come hang out with us again, Lopes is, Van Gabe? So do we have another? Is that the same yeah. member? Do we have yeah. another new member? No, where? The green. Is that, the, is that JC? Yeah, that's yeah, it's JC. JC. Okay, yeah. Um. So anyway, the point is. Yeah. Um, Stanley Cup story. S- Friday night, we're having the big 5-0 birthday bash. Right. But the Stanley Cup actually gets into Salt Lake City on Friday night. We're going to, Jake is, Brian Pruch, who's the chief marketing officer at uh, the Grizzlies. Yeah. Jake and um, the guy who guards the Stanley Cup. Yeah, there's like a guy, a dude. Phil. Yeah. Are going to somebody's house to surprise them with the Stanley Cup. They have no idea it's coming. Yeah. No idea it's coming. Then Saturday, there's a big to-do at the Maverick Center. It's all sold out for like this special event. There are tickets available, and you could take a picture with the Stanley Cup on the concourse. But the meet and greet with the cup is sold. It's sold out in like, I think Brian was saying four minutes. Yeah, it was. We did a big marketing push with the Grizzlies. And once they opened the doors on the ticket website, if you will, sold out in four minutes. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Cyclone Kev. What's up, Cyclone? Uh, we often hear about travel partners for the new Big 12 Conference editions. Interesting fact, Zags and Wazoo are like an hour and 15 minutes apart. Yeah, that's Gonzaga. exactly right. We talked about this on the show yesterday, Kevin. Yeah. That one of the reasons it's not a great fit is because Gonzaga represents a territorial threat to Washington State. Mm-hmm. So they're just what is Gonzaga is north of the Palouse. Yeah. Right? And it's it's absolutely a threat. And I think it's one of the reasons that Gonzaga doesn't want to be in the Pac-12, I think, is that territorial fight. I think that's one of them. Uh, Provo Cougar fans said, uh, after the $50 million debacle, more audits were ordered. Anyone hear about the result? Are they part of the hang-up on the Pac-10 TV deal? No, I, I, think they're, I think they're through that. I just think that part of the – I just think nobody's in a hurry. And I know people don't believe me when I say this. But we've talked to so many people in the Pac-12 and so many people in this situation. There's not a single Pac-12 member, not one that I've heard or been told is eager to join the Big 12. Are they talking to the Big 12? They absolutely are. They absolutely are. There is no question. Are they eager? They're not. They, I, I, I'll say it again. If the Pac-12 current membership had it their way, yeah. they would stay in the Pac-12. They would be financially viable. They would grow, and it would be amazing. But I think there is growing dissent. I think that, you know where I think this really took off? And it was described to me in graphic detail. <laughs> there were arguments over how much of this package should be on streaming. George Klyovkov at one, at one point wanted the entire package on stream. And I can tell you one of the loudest dissenting people about stream is President Kosse up at Washington. Thanks. And she carries a lot of water in that town. Yep. She carries a lot of weight in the, in the Pac-12. And that's so, mainly because Oregon doesn't have a president right now. 
So, you know. Yeah, but I think she's... I think the real problems in the Pac-12 as far as long-term viability and the people that are really upset, I don't think Washington will leave unless it's the Big Ten. I truly don't. I think they'll stay there and die uh, unless they get to the Big Ten. But I think you look at the Arizona schools, I think Arizona would like to leave tomorrow. I just don't think they want to go to the Big 12. But there's no, where else are you going to go? Yeah, you're not. Right? You're not. The issue is I don't think any of the the 10 remaining members are happy with Klyovkov. In fact, I've been told by a lot of people that none of them are. And which as you is can why see, I'm going through some shit right now. As we said earlier, George Klyovkov's not authorized to talk to the media. You have a situation where they are struggling to agree. They just need what the Pac-12 needs is to come to an agreement on an idea that will lead them on a path forward. Thanks. That's their biggest issue right now is they're not unified behind one idea because they don't have a leader. They don't have a Brett Yormark who is so clearly leading the Big 12. Yeah. That's the issue. You don't have leadership. And again, I would just say, damn it with the snow. It's <laughs> Look wild, at that bro. snow. Yeah, it's dumping. My God. Uh, Tim B says, CU Stadium only holds 55K. Well, apparently Sports Illustrated says they, they do pretty well in ticket I sales. I think they said, and, and again, that, that was a 2019 number. Yeah. Um, but I believe they said in 2019 their average. Yeah, I have it right here. So their average attendance was 50,898 in 2019, 94% of capacity. The closest they got to capacity in 2019 uh, was 52,829, and the stadium holds exactly 53,613. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty close. And so that's what I'm saying, like, Again, we were having attendance conversation around Colorado when we were talking about San Diego State and, and that whole thing. Um, for me, I just, football's different, dude. If, like, honestly, I think you will be sold out every home game this coming year if you're Colorado. And I think if you are even competitive, you don't even have to win all your games. Be competitive and you will be sold out. It's just how it is. That is just how it is. In college football. And I think when you're seeing, who was it before the show? You were saying that there was an article that came out that college football attendance is up like 9% year yeah. over year, or whatever college it is. Football, yeah, college football attendance is up significantly. Yeah. It is. It, it had its biggest growth, I think, in recorded history. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, it's... It, yeah, dude. People are going to games, dude. Yep. People are, people are absolutely going to games. So I think it's a really good time to be a college sports fan. It, it is it is very interesting to me. Uh, I'm trying to see why I can't get uh, Pied Piper's man because we're waiting. <laughs> I don't know why, but Pied Piper said, and I can't put it on the screen. How uh, hot did Liverpool kissing Man U goodnight get you? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> I, I can't stand United at all. Yeah. Can't stand. I'm a Chelsea fan, and we won in the Champions League, so it doesn't matter. Uh, main event says, Monty, you'd make a great Pac-12 commissioner. Yeah, I'm not qualified. Yeah. I'm not. Well, um, you didn't go to Stanford, so. You know. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Sean, a member of the program, says they will go down with the ship and will be a uh, MWS school. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, you, so you're happy to go down with the ship. Then you're going to have to try to beg your way into the Big 12 and inevitably end up in the mountain. You don't want to go down that path, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree. Dallin says that's members-only content for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. 
Uh, if see, you Dan are, can see that because he's a member. He's a member, man. He a member, man. Absolutely right. Um, uh, if you are here watching the show, we've had over 3,000 views today, only 154 likes. If you guys can give us a thumbs up while you're here, that would be great. Um, the Monty Show, as always, presented by The Advocates, utahadvocates.com. Let's do some uh, non-sports before we get out of here. Yeah. Can we talk about trending baby names, please? <laughs> you Dude. guys, I did a short on this earlier, and I'm serious. If you, if you pick one of these names, DM me, me your address. I'm coming to kick your ass. Because, do you guys, two of the trending baby names are Halo and Linus. You're a douche. I will kill you if you name your kid Halo. I'm serious. You should lose, like, that should be, like, instant vasectomy. I'm telling you right now, you name your kid, you name your kid Halo, I should have every right to run you over with Are a we clear on that? Who names their kid? Hey, that's a, hey man, um, this guys, is my, guys, this guys, is guys, my guys. daughter, Jenny, and here's my son, Super Mario hey guys. Brothers. Hey, guys. Uh, excuse me, it's Luigi. Hey, yeah, these are my twins, uh, Super Mario Brothers and, um, I don't know, what, uh, uh, Crash Modern Bandicoot. Warfare. Modern Warfare 2 and uh, Call of Duty uh, and Modern Battlefield, Warfare 2. Battlefield. And then here's their cousin, Battlefield. Yeah. Are, are you serious right now? You, the, Halo is a popular boy's name. Now, listen, I'm as much of a Halo evangelist as anyone else out there. I'm not naming my kid Halo. I'm not naming my kid Spartan, okay? I'm not naming my kid Energy Sword, okay? I'm not doing that, okay? <laughs> I'm not naming my kid Xbox One. Like, I'm not doing that, bro. I'm not naming my kid Nintendo, Okay. Exactly. I'm not, I'm, but look like, at look at Gumby Extra Regular. Yeah, here's my cousin MacBook Pro. Right? Like I'm not naming you M1 Chip, bro. <laughs> I'm not doing that, man. I kind of like Super Mario Big Jack. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm not naming you Pac-Man, bro. I'm not doing it. <laughs> hey, um, I want you guys to meet my uh my son. Uh here's Galaga. Dude. And uh his real. little sister Space Invaders. Crash Bandit, exactly. Yeah, dude. You know, and by the way, here's Super Mario Brothers, Luigi, and Mario Kart, my triplets. I'm not naming you, you know, Pro Skater 7. And by the way, here's my nephew, Sega. Come on, dude. And his sister, Genesis. I'm not naming my kid <laughs> Minecraft. <sighs> Mike Maples, here's my daughter, Zelda. I'm not naming my kid World of Warcraft. Dude. Come on. Here, here's my brain. Hey, you guys, you want to see my baby? Look at how cute my little Red Dead Redemption is. Doesn't make you feel responsible. <laughs> my kid is no Angry Birds, you, you but it'll do. You named your kid Linus. What, was Snoopy not available? <laughs> was Snoopy not available? Uh, I, I, this is one of the stupidest things I have ever heard. What are... What would you name your kid? Like if you if you had a baby and you're a virgin, so you're not gonna. I totally understand it, but just play yeah, the game with one, me. Marry one, kill one. Thank Go. you. Just play the game with me. Yeah. If you're if you were gonna name your kid, what would you name? Artemis Prime. Um. Yeah. Maximus Decimus Meridius. Um, okay. Maximus is awesome. Yeah. How about some of these names? Artemis. No. Ash. No. Banner. No. Callahan. I, wait, whoa. Whoa. 
I thought you just said banner. Yeah. Is that a cloth banner or a vinyl banner? Well, better than sign. Jesus, dude, Here's, we can be better. Here are my, my, my son banner and his sister sign. Come on. Uh, Clover. No. Cy. No. Elio. No. Evander. No. Iyer. No. Esri. No. Greer. No. Halo. No. Idalia. Who? Exactly. Kiki. No. Kit. No. Lenny. No. Lionel. No. Linus. No. Maxine. No. Love. No. Because it's garbage. Why would you name your kid? Bro. Because it's love. No, it's not. It was passion, not love. Okay. Yeah, next question. You didn't ever talk to her again if she hadn't called about the test. Yeah, please respect my privacy. Um, next question. Marigold. No. Ma somebody's still naming their kid Marigold. Wednesday. <laughs> Winston. Ziggy. Truett. Okay, can we get like some real names here? Like Sybil. These are all trending social media names. Okay. Um, least favorite up and coming names. Avani, Elowin, Faye, Leaf, L-E-I-F. <laughs> how much how much acid are you doing? Um, I'm a man. Maud. <laughs> who the f like who's Bro, naming their kid Maud? Like, what are you doing? Who is man? naming their kid Maud? Like Help me. Help me. Like how, Help bro? Me. You're a douche. Like how, man? Yes, main event. Capri. Capri. Here's my son, OJ, and my daughter, Capri's son. Yeah, no wonder he's Capri yeah. like the pants. Yeah, OJ instead of BJ. <laughs> Even if you'd like to be. I apologize. Uh, uh, Wiley. W-I-L-E-Y. No, no. Uh, okay. Z-B-D. What? Z e b e d e e. Bro, what? Jail what? time. You Dude. name your kid Zabidi. Bro, what are you talking no. about, man? Uh, Rocky. No. Koa. Okay, Koa. Koa. K o a. Oh, this is my friend Koa and her little sister Pine. Yeah. Um. By the way, Koa. Um. You know, she's real proficient at camping. Dude. You know. Stop. Stop with this. Teddy. One of the least possible. Teddy is, names. Teddy is such a mid name. You dude. can't make this up. Teddy, Penny, and Maud. <laughs> Love you, Teddy. Come on. Come on. You guys. Really? How did we get Maud? away from like, Maud? How did we get away from Maximus? Maud. Like we're at Maud? That better be a family name. Like your grandmother Maud, it better be on her deathbed being like, you better name. That seed of Satan in your belly and better like, be named like These are the top thousand boy, baby boy names of 2021. Oh, God. Liam, Noah, Oliver, Elijah, oh James, William, Benjamin, Lucas, Henry, Theodore. Yeah, none of those like, kids are... None of those... Theodore is Ted, Teddy. Yeah. None of those kids are getting their ass kicked. You name your kid Leif, L-E-I-F. He's of getting these his ones, ass dude. kicked. Jack, Levi... Alexander, Jackson, Mateo. Perfectly. Uh, like. Maddie, Mateo, Maddie. Okay. Again, how many of those kids are getting their ass kicked? Probably not many of them. Wyatt, Grayson, okay. Hudson. Okay. Carter. Okay. Jaden. No. Hell. Luca. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not, no. No. Does no. Luca, is the crib on the second floor too? <laughs> Dude, you name your kid Luca, he's going to be a fat basketball player who everybody wants to punch in the face. Stay hard. <laughs> 
Teddy Teddy Wayman says Teddy isn't even my real name, just a nickname. What's your real name? <laughs> so you're not mid then. <laughs> What's your real name? Wayne Gerbach says Maud. Well, it's the Roaring Twenties. Thank you. What a joke. Chungus, Gumby, bro. Um, Jeremy Callahan says Maud. Maud. Like, Maud. What the hell kind Maud. of name is that? That's that such guy's a, definitely that, a douche. You're, if you're if you're named Maud, your mother's name is Stephanie. You're and a douche. She's on her phone constantly. Like that is so. That's somebody who's like, oh, I saw this post on TikTok, and Maud, it just hits different. I doubt that. <laughs> kind of like you did in the back of that Chevy. <laughs> you want to? <laughs> right, like Maud, Maud, dude, Maud, stop, um, stop it. Matt Ritson says Matthew, perfectly good name, nice name. Patrick Bourne says Mick. Okay. I don't mind Mick. Jackson. I love the name Jackson. I think Jackson's a great name. Uh, Dallin Sproul says, have to say it, but Luca equals Monty. He, he just messing around. No, it doesn't. Dude, your I real name is Jedediah? No Teddy way. Teddy Wayman's Dude. real name is Jet. That's a kind of a cool name. Are you serious? Why, why are you not rolling out Jedediah in the chat? You could like yeah. stomp some people, bro. Why don't you just call yourself Jedda? And his name is John C. I mean, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Maple says, Mike M, are you uh, are you discount Mapes? Whoa. Are you the Oski? real Mapes? Oski? Uh, Giggity says, F and Luca. Exactly right. Yeah, dude. My name is Luca. Uh, Christopher Shannon says, Arthur and Marianne. Totally fine. Joseph Lee Burrow. Totally fine. Right? Waith, W-Y-E-T-H, is getting punched in the face. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're a dick. Yeah. Stay home. Right. Hey, uh, Waith, come on over. I need to kick you in the face. Come here real we quick. We really did. Hurry up. My, my lunch is getting cold. Let's go, kid. Right over here. Right? Come on. Uh, Roger Sale says, love when the bucked up kicks in hard and you, <laughs> <Stay> <laughs> and, you, and you go off on tangents. Stay hard. See, I'm telling you, guys. Dude, I'm telling you, it's the best thing. Bucked up, be keeps in it, it real, hits sales. It's different, bro. Not quite like Leaf hits different, but bucked up hits pretty good. Leaf is your your mom. If you if you named your kid Leaf, you're a 70s weed hippie. You're like, oh, <laughs> Leif Garrett. Remember that kid, Leif Garrett? I mean, hell of a... Mama, hillbillies. Hell of an acoustic singer. M amazing heroin user. Like, massive drug addict. Yeah. Massive. Whatever. Uh, Geoff says we picked Evelyn for my newest daughter. Jude. I like Evelyn. Oh, a lot, Jude dude. is a great name. Yeah, Evelyn and Jude. Those are I, I like Love I've it. always been a big fan of Evelyn. That's a great girl name. Yeah, for sure. Teddy Jet is amazing. Teddy, go by Jet. Dude. Yeah, dude, Jet's savage. Go. I love that. Let's go. Patrick Bourne says Jedi or Jedi. No, or, not Jedi. He's the Jedi of Tile. No, I just think Jet. I love Jet. He's the Jedi of Tile. You know. It's over the line. He's the Jedi of tile it's fine 55k is fine what is 50 we i want 55k subscribers jetta knight exactly get it see what he did there Je oh oh god oh god jetta the hut okay 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 uh greg hawkins says jetta Dia sounds like you could make some mean gumbo it does and they'll he'll pray over your gumbo too uh, Lopes Van Gabe says, just when I thought I couldn't love Teddy anymore, he goes and drops Jedediah in the chat. I am your father. Seriously. 
<laughs> Seriously, dude. <sighs> is it still snowing out? Uh, uh, not much. It looks like it's yeah, slowed see, down. Yeah, I think quite it was a, a squall. It right, was just good. a quick hitter. Yeah. Screw them, right? Uh, let's see. Matt Ritson gives us a $2 tip. He's already a member. Appreciate you. My Max Gian Matthew. You know last name. My, my, is your name Max Gian Matthew? You know last name. Uh, okay. 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 Uh, Mike M says, Jedediah Smith. Oh, I'm sorry. Did we wake you? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Jeez. Jedediah Smith, Redwood State Park. Great place. Wow. I like it. Uh, Tom says, Jedediah has... A lot of Colorado City vibes. Big fan. How about oh, that? Jesus. Come on, man. Come on, man. Re- Colorado City, really? <laughs> you don't even, Do you know what that's a reference to? Stop asking me that question. Why do you keep asking me that question? You know I don't. You know like, I don't. Like, you why do you ask me that question? Why are you being a jerk? Why? Okay. <laughs> no, we can't talk about Colorado City and ask God to come into the chat. We can't do that. Um... I ain't going to do that. <laughs> uh, let's talk about food delivery real quick. <laughs> even Not even delivery. Okay, yeah. so we went to the break. I love the break sports bar. We. We. <laughs> love. <laughs> <laughs> we love the break sports bar. They have an amazing... Uh, Jake likes their club. I really like their Cobb salad. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. If I order it, it should come out right. And I think I might have told this story yesterday, but we got resolution on it today. So yesterday I ordered a a cop salad. And I ordered it on Google. And in the comment section, I wrote, please, no blue cheese and no bacon. Because I don't, bacon's overrated more than Seinfeld was overrated. Dude, we made a short on bacon today and it it went crazy. Dude, do you know what pigs eat? They, let's just say they recycle their food. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, but I love, love, love the break. I'm yeah. a huge fan. Mrs. Monty and I love going to the break and daybreak. And we will just sit there and, and talk. We'll eat their, their tots. Like they have a great impossible burger she loves. Their wings are good. Like I love the break. But Jake goes and picks up the food. Okay, cool. Brings it back. And the Cobb salad has extra blue cheese, a ton of bacon. And no ranch dressing. Oh my God. 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 So let me call. Hello. And so, yeah, the manager gets on the phone and she's like, yeah, what's up, bro? I'm like, um, okay, Halo. I just wanted to tell you. Her name was not Halo. Uh, I just want to look, Maud. Hey, Maud. Hey, Leaf. And this is over here in West Valley. So I said, hey, I just want to let you know, X, Y, Z. That's an issue. And I said, I even put it in the comments. She goes, oh, you must have ordered on Google. I'm really sorry oh. about that. Here's what we're oh. going to do. I can't refund you the money through Google, but I'm going to have a gift card in the office for you. So when you want to order lunch again, call in. And I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. Call, Maud. In, call in and let them know Maud put a gift card in the, in the office for you. Donnie, and we'll take please. care of it. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. So what did I do today? Oh, my, hang on, hang on, hang on, oh, that's the wrong one too. There we go. Thank okay. You. Okay. What I do today? Okay. <laughs> Hello, the break. Stay hard. Um, <laughs> so it's like ring, 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 ring. Right. Hello, the break. I'm like, uh, 
hey, it, uh, I'm kind of a big deal, so you guys have a uh, gift card. She's like, yeah, I got it right here in my hand. You want to uh, you want to replace that salad? Yeah. Boom. Maude remembered. Boom. On point. Great service. Replaced my Cobb salad. And she even said, yeah, I'll make sure there's no blue cheese or bacon on there. No problem. She's like, what yes. kind of dressing do you want? And I said, I, I joke about ranch dressing all the time when people, I'm like, I want an ungodly amount of ranch oh dressing. Oh my God, just like that. And, oh. she, and she's like, oh yeah, I got it. Totally. She's like, I love ranch too. Like really nice, really smart, really sharp. Boom. Best Cobb salad I've had in forever yes, long. Yes, yes, yes. That's what service should be. The bottom line is, though, what did she say to me, though, before Ma got, off, Ma got off the phone the other day? Yeah. She's like, look, Halo, let me at least explain to you. Why don't you just call me? When you want to order lunch, just call me, and we'll take care of it for you. Because they, they struggle with Google. And the other thing is, when you order through, like, any of the, the food delivery services, you DoorDash, all know the suspects. Yeah, DoorDash, whatever the crappy service you're going to choose is. The break or whatever restaurant you order from loses a ton of money because they pay in a, about 35 to 40% of that money you pay for your food goes to the food delivery service. My favorite food is chicken tendies and fries. You know, Greg, Greg, you better gift more memberships if you're going to keep talking like this. I like a reasonable amount of blue cheese. God. <laughs> I like a reasonable amount of blue cheese. I'm not, I am not an animal. Do you yes. know where that's from? Do you know where that's from? Dude, stop. <laughs> God. I'm going to close that door. Goodbye, God. Um, have you ever heard of the elephant man? No. Oh! Stop crying like a little girl. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, stop, Kinnersley. All flats and a ton of dude, blue cheese. Dude, you lost dude. me at a ton of blue cheese, dude, bro. Mike M says the elephant man. Thank you. Uh, Lopes Van Gabe says only reasonable amount of blue cheese is none. Thank you. Jackass. Thank you. Big Dog O-Town says elephant man. See, again, loser. How do you not know this? Anyway, my point is, you guys, just call the restaurant and order a pickup. That's not what please. we're about. Uh, McKinley Cutler says at the restaurant we work at, the reason we don't use any of the food delivery services is that they are absolute trash. Our complaints and bad reviews on Google exploded uh, that one month we used them. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Is McKinley coming to the thing? Uh, are you coming to the know, big McKinley five? Are, dude, don't ask me. We've got so many people coming yeah. to this thing. I've lost track. I've, I sent out like a million emails We, today. we have a list. Uh, McKinley, yeah, Cutler. Question. McKinley Cutler was such a nice boy until we started talking about delivery services. And screw DoorDash. Vendor is service. Vendor IT service. Dude. Spoken like somebody who owns a kick cookie company. I love it. Uh, Patrick Bourne says, I like blue cheese sometimes on salad. There's no such Dude, thing. Dude, you don't see. You're, you're no being mid, thing. Patrick. See, this is you can't have this kind of behavior. There's no, no such thing as you like blue cheese sometimes. You're only eating blue cheese either because the wife likes blue cheese or because your friends like blue cheese. Nobody well, actually or, likes blue cheese. Or you worship Satan. Which I, I mean, look, I told, I'm not judging you. I'm not. I mean, just because you're I, look, every loser has his thing, man. I'm, it's fine. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Uh, Delaric says blue cheese is only for hot wings when you're out of ranch. Okay, first of all, oh. first of all, bro, you got to learn how to use the correct your. 
you you did you are here I, I i'm gonna need i'm gonna need uh, you know you apostrophe re okay be better be del better. eric del eric let me get this for you go right Dick ahead ass. um <laughs> Uh, Mike M says a growler of ranch, please. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yep. I'm coming, uh, with a plus one and you better bring cookies. Yeah. Don't be a casual. <laughs> You're a casual. No, I'm not doing it. Uh, main event says blue cheese is the best. Dude, I even brush my teeth with dude, it. Stop, dude. bro. If you're going to make such asinine comments, at least be an entry level member. Come on. Hey, he's a Washington fan. This is fucking America. Brent Burnett, a member, says, cheerio. Oh, Brent, you're so late. Uh, Teddy Wayman says, blue cheese is trash. Thank you. Thank you. Jedediah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Look, Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> Let's go. I'm a man. Uh, he's going to kill us. Yeah, he literally. is. I, I think so. Um, <laughs> so, Teddy in the membership, in the members only Instagram chat today. So, like two weeks ago, he sent Jake an email. Hey, I need, I'm coming to the big five. Oh, guys, 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 here guys, are the guys, guys. here. Yeah. Here's me. And I need hey some. guys. He, he asked me for squad. tickets. Yeah. So in the chat this morning, everybody was like, ding, ding, ding. Got my email, email, email. <laughs> Ooh, yay, woo! Teddy's like, Hey, I didn't get any tickets. Am I getting left out here? I was like, Teddy, we all decided we voted you off the island, dude. You shaved your beard. Your, your, your beard. You're worthless. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy's like, I'll get a fake one. Exactly right. Um, <laughs> Greg Hawkins says Team Satan. Hey, hey Team Satan, oh. Team Lean, Team Ranch, okay? Team that's, Squat. That's all it is, bro. Boyd Lake, what's up, Boyd? Boyd, my Yo, guy. Boyd. What's up? Patrick Bourne says, LOL, worship who? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Mike Maple says, no, 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 never had blue cheese, never will. No, 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 no. Exactly. Thank you, Boyd. Uh, grammar lessons from Jake. What did I step into? A large pile of orifice <laughs> sludge. Um, stop. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the worst drops you have. <laughs> if you could never play that again. <laughs> what is wrong with How us? How about that? Yes, Brady Cook. Ranch on pizza. Hell okay, yeah. but let me question Brady. Do you pour it on the slice then eat it, or are you a dipper? Because I'm a dipper. I don't. It's too messy to pour it on the slice. Are you team dip or team pour? <laughs> Do you hear the things you say? <laughs> Stay hard. Do you hear? The Jackass. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Mike M says all you Wers brush with blue cheese. <laughs> Oh, my God. Brent Burnett says, uh, in my opinion, enter Greg Hawkins into the prize drawing. He gifted many, many memberships. Yes, he did. Hey. Yes, he did. Um, Tom says, if the 450-pound Cuban tells me it's blue cheese with wings, I'm going to listen and agree. <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh, blue cheese? <laughs> hey, can I get some more? Hey, Mott, can I get some more? What's up, motherfuckers? Big Daddy wants more blue cheese, man. <laughs> You know what yeah, I'm I know what time it is. Go dip. <laughs> yes, boy. Thank you. Dip. Yeah. Big Dog O-Town says he's a dipper. <laughs> Let's go. We are talking about pizza, right? <laughs> oh, God. Don't say the S word in this conversation. Yeah, come on. Team Dipper. Let's go. Team Dipper. Let's go, baby. 
Where is Tanner Plummer when you need him? Yeah, we're not bringing up the S word, okay? <laughs> Boyd Lake is like, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Show this sign. Okay. Um, where's four? There's four oh, right okay, there. Okay, that's, you know. Sorry, uh, you There's know. the new sign right there, you guys. Let's go. Anybody who's seen it, this is a pretty good upgrade, I would think. Yeah. That's a pretty good upgrade. That's nice. in the studio here at the Mav. So when you guys come by, let's uh, hook it up. Okay, you guys are getting a little. You guys are getting a little okay. loose in the chat here, Tom. Take it easy, Tom. Tom, Tom, this is not a family show. <laughs> Preston says, "Lean and dip, no soaking." <laughs> That's right. That's okay, right. and finally, speaking of lean and dip, dude, have you guys okay. been paying attention to what's going on in Mexico? Okay. Who is who is the person in the chat that's chill going to Mexico for vacation? Because I'm not that guy. You guys. I'm not that guy, pal. So, there was a group of four, including a brother and sister. The sister is like, yeah, I'm fat. I need to get a tummy tuck. Let's go to Mexico and get that done. Simple. Dude, what are we doing? She's part of a boom of people that take medical vacations to Mexico. Afghanistan. No, <laughs> probably safer. So let me get this right. You wanted a tummy tuck. So you, the first thing you thought of was not, well, hey, who's my local plastic surgeon? But you thought Mexico. This ended as you would think. I will chain you to a pipe. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> They go, they drive to Mexico in a van. Right. A minivan. Right. The story that's being told is the cartel had a case of mistaken identity. I want to live in a van down by the river. So they roll in through Mexico in their little dirt road town. The cartel rolls up in a pickup truck wearing bulletproof vests and carrying assault rifles. Shot up the van. Two of them died. Another was wounded, and the sister who came for the tummy tuck was uninjured. But what they did is they took all four bodies and hightailed it. In a van down by the river. And it ain't like they put them in the cab of the truck. They threw all the bodies of these four freaking people into the back of a Chevy pickup truck and um, drove off. Um... Two of them are dead, one is wounded, the other one's uninjured. Do you so, have to be nice to stupid people? To which I say, there's no better weight loss plan than getting shot by an AK. Bummer he missed. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? What were you thinking? Well, they wanted a tummy tuck. Oh, wait, there's more. There's another story. There's another story of a head that they found in a burlap sack. In a burlap sack. I want to live in a van down by the river. And this dude apparently entered Mexico through Tijuana in search of penis enlargement supplements. <laughs> Look, Ma, take it easy, bro. Can you and, measure it? And went missing in Mexico. And they found his head in a burlap sack. Shame. Dude, I'm not going to Mexico. I'm not. Oh, wow. You know, Puerto Vallarta. That's pretty Let's safe. Go somewhere. No. no, Cancun cruise. I'm out. I'm out. Why are you? First of all, and this is just my philosophy on, on living. 
But if if you want a tummy tuck, are you really looking for the cheapest offer you can get? And when I woke up this morning, Listen, I was feeling pretty dangerous. If you bring, bring me a brick of heroin in 50 bucks, I'll tuck your tummy. Cocaine and hookers, my friend. <laughs> like, what, how much were you paying in Mexico? And by the way, what about the butt implants that people were getting in Mexico? Where they injected your butt cheeks with motor oil. Dude. Your breasts implant with motor oil in Mexico. There's some wild shit going on right now. So my question is, are you really going to Mexico to get plastic surgery? Hot damn, I gotta get this rack fixed. Better go to Mexico. Hell no. Y'all wanna play. Don't you wanna pay real good American Dolores to get good plastic surgery? Obviously not. I, and I, I, so there's several things you don't want to do. I don't want discount legal service. The advocates, the advocates.com. Where is the Italian? Right? Like, I don't want a discount. Okay. Well, listen, man, they're saying that you murdered this dude and you're looking at the chair. Yeah. I hey, doubt that. Uh, anybody in town having a sale on criminal defense? And you two motherfuckers need right? Like, are you kidding me? No, I'm going to pay for my, my criminal defense attorney. And anything, doctor, man, I'm telling you now, I got this lump on my nuts. Anybody having a sale on a dictodectomy service? No, dude. I'm going to the U. I'm Final. <laughs> I'm not Back is broken. I am not taking the discount if it involves a laser and these nuts. Afghanistan. Right? Like, oh, you need a tummy tuck? Yeah, let's go see. Anybody got a coupon? Who does that? Hey, man. Dude, there, I, I just what don't understand. That? What is that? Hey, hey, anybody got a Groupon for a tummy tuck? Hey, Cheryl, it's Maud. And Leaf. <laughs> Leaf's got a lump on these nuts. You got what any coupons? Like, what are you doing? I just am not interested in Mexico, dude. You're an American. You're going to Mexico. And this dude with the penis enlargement, you're an American going through Tijuana. Do you not think the cartels are like, hey, man. Hey, you guys, look at this idiot. -a -doodle -doodle. I think that's Halo from Waco, Texas. He's that small penis, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like, don't you think they're waiting for you to come over the border? They're looking. Hey, they can see you. Yeah, they got uh, binoculars and stuff. You got? They found his head in a burlap sack. What is this? The LIV golf tour, dude. This is crazy, dude. It's, you would, it's not dude, good, bro. No, I'm not going to Mexico. No chance. I'm out. Yes, Geoff. Yes, that's right. That's right. Alaska sounds really nice. Yeah, but see, then you got to worry about the Russians, dude. I'm not interested in the Russians. Russian smushing. He's an angel fan. He should. I mean, that guy don't want to live another day. I'm unfamiliar with it. <laughs> Shohei Otani's over in Japan hitting bombs. Yeah, dude. I mean, buddy's in the World hitting, Baseball Classic. You know, buddy's hitting tape measure shots. He's yeah. And by the way, screw Justin Turner. I hope it leaves a scar, you jerk. Stay anyway, uh, Boyd Lake <laughs> says kidnapping is a big risk too, and spring break is around the corner. Do you guys understand that they've, the, the U.S. government, regardless of what you think of Uncle Joe or Grandpa Joe at this point, he's asleep already. He can't hear me. Anyway, the point is yeah. the government says, hey, don't go to Mexico. They're kidnapping people these days. Final. <laughs> but hey, 
President Biden, though, listen, can fire just, and fury. Hey, man, can you just hang on to that warning for a week or so? I need a tummy tuck. Okay, I'm getting married. Dude. So the government told you, don't go there kidnapping people. You go, you get kidnapped. You get murked by a freaking <laughs> you got <murked>. cartel. <laughs> the cartel murked two of your folks. And worse off, you're still fat. Hope it was a good trip. <laughs> you're still fat. <laughs> I'm not even, fat. but you, you're, listen, I'm just, with all, and if anybody listening has gone to Mexico for, for like medical practice, you're stupid. You're dumb. If you said, man, oh, dude, I really, I need LASIK surgery. Where is the Italian? Um, you know. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think, do you think we should go to, Puerto Rico or or Mexico or you guys. or Cancun. Oh, that's Mexico, right? I need LASIK surgery. I think I'm gonna have to go ahead and go to Tijuana. There's just a guy. A nice AC, okay? There's just a guy nice. down there that uses a straight razor like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Like, are you going to Mexico for LASIK surgery? Are you going like even dental? Are you going to Mexico to get dental work done? Let's go get our teeth whitened in Mexico. If I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. Jorge says, we have beautiful women over here that will entice you to come over the border so you get murked by kidnappers. I'm not doing yes, that. Yes, yes. Uh, Fat Jesus says, there are good people on both sides of the Mexican kidnappings. Dilly dilly. Hey, man, we're just trying to make a living. Uh, Utah is nice and boring. Exactly outside yeah, the echo sucks. chamber. Utah sucks. Don't move here. Not, 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 not doing it. Halo, hello. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, dude. All right. I'm glad we've established that we're no longer going to Mexico. Yeah. Uh, wow, look at that. Gift membership. I'm honored. Thanks. Wow. Okay, who's doing who's, gifting? Who's gifting membership who's now? Who's gifting? Who is gifting memberships now? It literally is not telling us, so it's not, sorry. Sorry. It's, sorry. It's sorry, not sorry. telling us now. I wish it was. Yeah, there, people have been gifting memberships all day. I mean, it's crazy. You know, the new sign looks like the logo from the 80s movie starring Andrew McCarthy. It, oh, that's the snow. There you go. <laughs> does, it, does it really? I love our new sign. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a huge fan of our new sign. Yeah. Do you guys like the new sign? Some kind of wonderful? Is that what you're talking about? Look at that. I love it. And it, you can see it all the way down the concourse, too. So that helps. Yeah, it's pretty slick. There you go. All right. I think that's it. Love you guys. Love it. That's Casual the three show. and a half hours today. Let's go. Yeah. No kidding. It's 630. I actually have a wife and a life. I need to go. Make sure you click the link for three free samples and a free shaker cup from our friends at Fucked Up Energy. The official energy of the Monty Show. Click the free sample link. You get three free samples and a free shaker of your color choice. They let you build it yourself. Right down below in the description. You guys, you're amazing. I love you. Gumby, Gumby Extra Regular says, uh, good night, Jake. Jeremy Callahan says, later, Maud. Ritson says, bye-bye. Boyd Lake says, love you, Dan. Teddy says, peace out. To which I say, until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.